about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only. It's showtime. It is showtime, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this wonderful Eastern Sunday for everyone in this afternoon and evening time and Eastern Standard, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Circle Debate Podcast, episode 147. The host of TV is one I've been seeing with my other host, Mi Familia. We're here with Sangre, my all, my blood. My brothers in band, ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and introduce, of course, the man with the IQ that I don't know what the fucking Denver decided to do, and I don't know, and I'm glad that, you know what, he is the Mr. Spoiler because he spoils everything correctly, and we'll get into, uh, well, tomorrow, hopefully, we do New Japan Weekly because a lot of things happen in New Japan they, uh, in, in the evening, I'm, ex- I'm excited, he's excited. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dan Bagley. What's going on, Bagley? Not much. Ready to talk some wrestling. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. That is for sure. That is right. What is going on? Streets. Streets. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, I got to save this man because he is the cycle himself from Philadelphia. Another Philly boy right here besides Bagley. That's why he is a D. OM podcasting. He's Mr. Bloodline himself of the Bloodline Entertainment Network, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. My brother, Psycho Philly. Oh. What is good, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, my music. I need a second. Oh. <laughs> El Presidente. <laughs> Full blown ooze. Full blown ooze. Let's fucking go. Yes, baby. Yes, baby. Oh. Let <laughs> him fucking cut us off. Just what's going on, J Man? What's going on? Put Justin, what's happening, my dude? Happy Saturday, everyone, and happy Easter for everyone you know, coming up the yep. weekend. Yes. Happy Easter, y'all. Yes. If you celebrate. Absolutely. Yes, if you celebrate, of course. Today, we do got a jam fucking pack of a show today, and I'm excited to talk about it with my brothers here. Man, so I got the shakes that'll make you quake. I got the fries that'll cross your eyes. I got the burgers that'll... I just got burgers. (laughs) He just got burgers. There you go. (laughs) He just got burgers. That is right. But man... I want to get into it before we get into Mania, man. Let's get into NXT Stand and Deliver because I was the one that started off. And, man, that was a hell of a show, man. I really – I'll, I'll tell you this, gentlemen. I 
did not expect to be up at nine in the morning my time, which was probably like noon you guys' time, to watch this event. But man, I can tell you that Stand Up Deliver was incredible, was awesome. I mean, we heard everybody else in the Bloodline Entertainment were giving their recaps, but we want to hear you guys specifically, man. You know, that's what you guys are here with me today. So I'll kick it off with you, Bakley. Break it down. We're instead of deliver. Of course, new champions were crowned. And give us your thoughts overall about this incredible event. It was a, it was a fun event. Uh, I had my hesitations about it being at twelve forty-five last year. I believe it was like two three o'clock our time, but then this time is two hours sooner. So I had a, a, a lot of thought going into that, but it exceeded my expectations. Indy Hartwell winning the ladder match was a shock. I think that was something that everybody didn't expect to happen. I thought maybe if Roxanne didn't retain, it would have been Tiffany Stratton with the way they were going with her. But what we saw on Tuesday was a good sign of where they want to go with it. But that was a nice uh, surprise there. Then they had the thing with uh, the way uh, later on. It was a cool moment there. She, Of course, she had help from Dexter. I love Everything Wesley, I love. I know some people think it's getting kind of dry because he keeps on doing the same things, but he, he has the personality. He has the charisma. He just has it right now, and everybody loves him. And it's, it's kind of crazy to think that he was a tag team artist, and now he's – so he, he's pulling a Johnny Gargano, if you think about it, right now, mm. because he, Johnny Gargano came in as a tag team guy with DIY – and then he kind of had to, because of injuries, had to like transition to solo. And with everything went on West, he's kind of been able to slowly do the same situation and turn into a great star on them. The NXT tunnel match was just lit. I thought it was great. The right guy won. Carmelo, he is him. That's all you got to know about him. And I think he's going to be special. Uh, Gargano and Waller, that they knocked it out of the park. I love Grayson Waller. He's a great heel. He's he needs to stay a heel for as long as he's up on in NXT and then caught up. I think it's just a matter of time before he is one of the first people caught up. He doesn't need the title because he has everything on the mic. He can be a mid card guy to start out with to get his wrestling because I think the wrestling needs to work a little bit. To match his mic skills, but he does a great job. And I thought Gargano closing that chapter of his life in NXT was a great way to have him go off with a win. Mm-hmm. So I loved everything about it, even the pre show. Uh, I think Schism should have probably won because I hate the situation that, uh, of course, uh, the tag team was put in and they asked for the release. So now we kind of are like up in the air what they're going to do now. Yeah. But I get a kick out of Chase U. So any any chance I get to watch them on TV and get a win, that's a plus in my book. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Way, 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 where to put it, man. Way, where to put it, my brother. DOM, give <laughs> us your take, my brother. Well, my full blown oof didn't leave a lot for me, but I'll try the best that I can. Damn, Bakley, you covered it all. Oh, <laughs> and that's why I love you. But as far as staying to deliver, I mean, it's probably not an unpopular opinion, but I enjoyed this more than WrestleMania night two. Can I just put that out there? Can I just say that? Is that okay? Uh, I go get like canceled or nothing. 
like like Waller and Gargano was amazing. The way like Dave was talking about, loved it. I loved that Indy won. You know, people talk about Wesley, and, and all I have to say with that is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Look at your tribal chief. Look at MJF. Look at the big champions in the business. They do the same fucking thing month in, month out. You know why? Because it works. And I love. I, I, I'm. I'm. Schism is growing on me. I, I'll be honest. I'd rather have the grizzly young vets, but schism is growing on me a little bit, especially after stand and deliver and and mellow on top. Carmelo Hayes. Holding that belt, first man to hold the world title, North American title, and the cruiserweight title in NXT history. I'm gonna be the only one, really, because cruiserweight title is gone. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless Gabagulak gets grinding, we ain't gonna see this ever again. Yeah. And, and last but not least, of course, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see where they go with Braun Breaker at this point. I know he dropped the belt. I know he's sticking around for now. Could he somehow be making his way to a main roster? Possibly it's a draft. No. Yeah. But that's gonna be intriguing to watch too. They did they just announced a, a number one contender fatal foray for Tuesday, where the only guy that was announced in the four-way was Dragon Lee. So that was there's been no talks of uh Braun Breaker. So maybe this was his way of just bailing out of the NXT or right. maybe he, he gets named as one of those four guys because they unless this is for like a one of those Tuesday pay-per-views that they're gonna do and then Braun gets the actual Saturday pay-per-view matchup at Battleground. Yeah. Definitely. I'm um man, I was I'm just happy the fact that Indy actually won the belt. I'm happy for Indy. I think it was about time for her to get it. I've been digressing about it for quite some time that, you know, she needed that opportunity and she was a sleeper on this one. And I thought, you know, Stratton was going to take it. I'm like, okay, they're going to have Stratton taking it. And then I don't know where Indy, she's, I went nuts for that because I was really happy for her. Uh, I'm sorry, Roxanne. I, I love you too, but we got to give mm -hmm. Indy a chance here. And now Indy has it. I am so stoked that she has it now. And it's her, you know, her time was, Long overdue for her to have a women's NXT Women's Championship title ring, and I'm glad that she has it now. And now, you know, seeing her probably, you know, versus Cora Jade, we saw her versus Zoe Stark on this past Tuesday. Now, Cora Jade's returning, so I like this, you know, a little mixed up a little bit more ahead. Uh, of course, with uh, you know, you mentioned Bakley, you know, about a schism, I don't know what's the future for them, and it was great to see the rock star, you know. what? One thing I was surprised that Dwayne was not there in attendance to see his daughter wrestle for the first time on national television. That's what surprised me. I'm pretty sure he was watching in his plane, watching it through. You know, I don't think he wanted. To, I don't think he wanted to distract everybody from the match because if he would have been there, everybody would have been like, "Oh my God, it's the Rock! It's the Rock!" So yeah, who knows? Well, there he, is he, that. A lot he of appearances too. That XFL season is mid swing right now, and, 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 right and he could have been backstage. He could have been. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm hmm. Definitely. You. Oh, I totally agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but You're good, you. Yes, it's a good, it's a good you. You're good, you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 love it, love it. And you know, seeing her, she didn't do a bad job. She done. I think she sold very well, and I think you know her performance. You know, still not. Oh my god, it was a great performance, but. 
we're now getting to see that. I think she competed in, in NXT level up, so I haven't seen it, but I want to see if she if she did or not. Um, but I'm I'm really excited to see Ava to see what she's gonna bring into now her character and just her in ring skills. I want to see, and I want to see what's her finisher. I I'm curious if she's gonna use yes. the rock bottom. That's yeah. where I am curious to know. If she's gonna use the rock bottom, that'll be oh my god, be fantastic. She's gonna use the rock bottom. She's gonna call it making it rain. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Hell yeah, making it rain. Oh my god. As long as, uh, as, long as, as, long as it's not the rainmaker. Exactly. Right <laughs> that's taken. Yeah, yes. that's right. Hell, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yes. But man, and of course, seeing Grayson Waller Gargano, what a match! That was incredible overall. Yeah. Good to see Gargano get his chapter closed now in NXT, and now he can focus more on the main roster. And I'm glad Carmelo Hayes is now the champion. That's another well-deserved man that this, honestly, for me, was the – I'll tell you this, and especially with NXT, and this is straight Shawn Michaels booking at his best. This this feud between Carmelo and Braun was – we've been dying to look for this, and it finally happened. We got Carmelo being put over – this really reminds me of the WrestleMania 12 Bret Hart Shawn Michaels feud. Because then right after, later on, you got Bret Hart, you know, turning heelish after that when Michaels won the belt. It's almost similar to the same here with Melo. We saw Brock turn heel this past Tuesday. And so it's like we're kind of seeing the Shawn Michaels booking. Yes, got to bring it back. Give Waller a time. Yes. And give Waller this. a chance. Hell yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. But see – with Waller, I'll give him a little bit more time. Give him a little bit. I know he's already had his time, but trust me. I think later on, if you involve him in like the triple threat, maybe with Braun, maybe later on, maybe. But right now, I want this trilogy to happen between Braun and Carmelo. Now that we have break breakers to heal, I want to see what is he going to do. And, you know, how you mentioned Dom, too, like on his way to the roster, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I'm looking forward to. Now that the other man is back, but you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll get into I got, that. I got two things. Uh, first, Grayson Moore walking out on IG Live, putting HBK there, be like, just wait until you see what I do to your boy, Johnny Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was great. And then, of course, with HBK in charge, like I've been saying this for over a month, it, it might not happen, but it would be very cool. If you turn Mello into HBK, and of course you got Trick Williams, you turn him into Diesel, and then you start yeah. trying to build Trick Williams, and he ends up taking the belt from Carmelo uh, later right. on down the run because I, I think they need to build him up. There's people know, that man. say there's people that say wait until the main roster. I'm like, no, this guy needs to, to get some matches, and this guy has potential. He, he has the height. He's good on the mic, just like Mello. We need to see what this guy has. He put on a great match against Dragonoff a, a few weeks ago. Mm. I, I got to see it. Yeah. And, you know, what's going on? Shout out to the chat, man. Shout out to, you know, of course, our bloodline sister, JD. Of course, J-Man. Mr. Universal himself. You haven't seen Out of Here podcast on Bloodline Entertainment Network? Go back and watch the replay. Nick did a fantastic Fantastic episode that he had, man. That was a great, great episode. Love it. Yeah, it was amazing. Chefs, kiss. Brian, what's going on? Brian Cook, of course, in the house. They Brian! <laughs> I, I think you could just have him and Ava Rain. You don't need to have, like, a group. It could I, just be yeah, them. That's true. That's true. That's, that is true. I, I wouldn't mind just them two. I mean, I know we don't want to kind of book them like Bray and Alexa in a way, but it's 
it's similarities here and there in the, the in the character wise, but I think just them two will be fine. And then they have their little schisms followers. They don't have to be their schisms. Schisms. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna use that. <laughs> they can have that at least. I mean, I'll I'll I would love it. I think it'll be. I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for NXT's future, which I'm definitely gonna ask you guys later on when we get into it. Yeah. All right. Now, and, and let's get the elephant out of the room with Mania. I want to get it all done very quick. Because, I mean, everybody done the recaps. Of course, they haven't heard mine, but I haven't heard Blake, Blake's either. If you haven't also gone back, you know, watch Top Rope Wrestle Talk and watch it yesterday. Of course, the DOM right here. And, of course, uh, High Class and Mommy Heat. They recapped <laughs> WrestleMania. And, but we want to hear again from the DOM here on the COD. So break it down for both nights overall. Man, I think... My queen, JD, said it best when we were on live. It seems like ever since they started two nights of WrestleMania, night one is like, holy shit! And night two is like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) you You get these amazing night ones where all this crazy shit happens and titles change and you're hype and you can't wait for the next day. Then you get to day two and you're just sitting there like, what the fuck just happened? What is this? Why am I even sitting here? Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, I, I, I'm telling you, and, and be, I said it last night, and I think the company here would agree with me. They need to bring somebody in from New Japan to book these two-night shows for them. Because there has never been a bad yes. Wrestle Kingdom night, ever. There has never been a good night two of WrestleMania yet. You've had a couple of good matches, but most of the time, it just it's just fucking weird. They don't know how to book this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good call on that, and you're absolutely right. Because night two hey, was. Yo, what the fuck? Yeah. It was. <laughs> and personally, if they knew how to book this shit, the man to the far right would be holding those two titles right now. Yeah, I said it. What's happening? <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying it. The man was robbed. He deserved those belts. He had your man beat, and you know it. If it weren't for my homeboy Solo. He ain't sitting there with them belts. Call up <laughs> I'll say it for him because Cody's got too much class. I have none. <laughs> oh, my God. Get this guy out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hashtag a thousand days, baby, all day. That's just, Hashtag you know, that's justice for Cody. You'll get his justice later on. You'll get it on. SummerSlam, watch. <laughs> Uh, vaguely breaking down, brother. I think one of the big things with uh, how Night Two is always going to present it that way is that just being wrestled out by the end of the weekend. It's Sunday. It starts Thursday. And then you got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's not just WrestleMania. You got, of course, Multiverse. You got Friday. You have two programs. It's like SmackDown. You got the Hall of Fame. Then you, of course, you got Supercard of Honor. Saturday, you had NXT. And then you had WrestleMania Night 1. And then, of course, WrestleMania Night 2. So you got all that product out there for everybody to watch all weekend. And if you're going there, like just like you did, I know you went to like four or five events. Yes. That's a lot. That's a lot to take in for like a three day weekend. I was and, mini at out already. Yeah, you were tired. <laughs> you, you were tired out. But then, I just love how like night one. It's like they muster up the strength to get through night one because it's the first night. You had some great matches. 
at, at like me and Don were live for late one, mm-hmm. and we even said it every single match was a hit. Even the matches that we thought weren't going to do good did great. That they right. did what they had to do. I think the slot uh, spots of where they were hit it out of the park too. And then you had the storyline at the end with uh, the Usos against uh, Zayn and Kevin Owens. What a match that was. That's, uh, that right. was a big build. I already said that with the Bloodline storyline, Jay and Sami Zayn were the heart of the story there. You got Roman. He's the big beast. He's the champion. He's always going to be the guy for that storyline. But Jay and Sami told a story for over eight months that just kept on going and still going right now. And it's going to be the the main backbone of why down the line the bloodline is going to crumble it's because it's going to be because of those two and the storyline that they're telling mm-hmm. and you get the night two of course i think the icy title match was a great spot for it because people were able to watch it right away they were able to that match was insane you had brock first it was like boom 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 get it out of the way but i felt like just the slot alignment of the matches night two didn't sit well with me like why would you put the hell in the cell right, i mean yeah, right before the title match oh color-coded weapons yeah that's all i'm like, gonna say like the match was great in my opinion i think it served well for finn balor it got people behind him but you should have that midway through and, and but then they kind of made it more of a bianca and oscar i thought they could have put that and switched both those matches and it would have done a little bit better with the storytelling and the placement of the, of the matches. But I think that's what hurt night two was the yeah. placement. And then, of course, there being a night two, the end of the weekend, people are just ready to get started with the with the new star of the week. They've watched so much TV, wrestling on TV at that point, or going live, that they're just ready to go. And then you yeah. have the way that uh, night two ended, and that killed a lot of people. Yeah. Brian, I'm going to save your question here because we're going to get yeah, into AEW, good. and that's a good question. And we're going to say good. that. I'll I'll bring it back to you, Brian, when we get to the AEW recap. Because yeah, I got, really, a good, I got a good answer for that. I got a good answer, too. I, I already got, got one in my head, too, but we're talking <laughs> WrestleMania. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold it. Put a pin yeah, in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll remember, Brian. Don't worry. We'll circle got, back. Don't worry. We'll circle back for sure. But... I think, yeah, night like two because the botches, of course, with Finn Balor getting hurt early. They had to end the early match early. The Shane situation. What's going on, Dylan? Ah, what what on, What's going on, man? And I think, you know, being, being there in attendance was awesome. Yeah, people were tired by, like, night two. <laughs> they were just like, oh, my God. They were like, oh, can we wrap this up? Yeah. It's going to work. But once the Roman theme song hit, everybody was well, up. Yeah, everybody was up. Put in their ones up, baby. That's right, because everybody was acknowledging the tribal chief. Everybody was, and I was just like, that's acknowledged the tribal chief. Oh, zip baby. it, flip flopper. <laughs> Besides, I'm not complaining, I'm critiquing. Nobody's complaining. Exactly. <laughs> critiquing. We're, you critiquing. said it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Your words. Yep. Love you, exactly. Nick. Exactly. We love you, Nick. But, man, overall, it was great. I And I'm with you, Dom. I think they should find a way how to book this, like, Wrestle Kingdom. Call up Gato, how J-Man said on the chat. Yeah, yes. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, why not? You know, and and now that, you know, I I enjoyed it. Both nights were great. I think night one was always the best one. The best one was night one. It was good. 
One thing I'm, I'm happy for is for Chelsea Green. She got her mania moment. She finally got her mania moment. She had to, throughout the trials and tribulations, her getting injury, you know, injury prone, mm-hmm. couldn't really make it, got him getting released, getting re-signed, being put in this, you know, showcase in a, you know, women's fatal four-way. I'm happy to see Chelsea having a moment at for WrestleMania. So I'm and kudos to her to have that. I'm so happy. I could have wished we could have had like other, you know, a lot of more talents deserve to be in this yeah. spotlight. But you know how Triple H said, so, you know, sometimes you make it, sometimes you don't, and that's the beauty of WrestleMania because besides the payday, say you want to get to. It's like being you want to get there, like the Super Bowl. Yeah, you want to, you want to be exactly. Yes. You want to hit that stage. You want to be on get that, to that card. Moment. Absolutely, like that's a lifelong dream. And honestly, I think the complaint department would be great for the women's tag division. Oh fuck yeah. I'm with you. Wait, wait, wait. What, what division? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They would be like one, maybe two teams in it, but but it would be better than what they have. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just musical chairs. Okay, Natty, you were with Shotzi. Okay, now Shotzi, you're or now Natty, you're with Shayna, and Shayna, no, no, Shayna, you're with Rhonda, and Natty, you're. With... <laughs> she she legit and Natalia legit was in a tag team with everybody in, from that match. In that damn everybody, match. Yeah. everybody but point. Chelsea. Green. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it was like faster like Guns and Roses. <laughs> Use your illusions and <laughs> yep, <laughs> blow up a mix of bangers, rock solid matches. I <laughs> 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 love it. Yes, yes. And now here's the question, gentlemen, that I have for both of you because I, I don't, you know, I saw everybody show for us, but they haven't asked this question. So here's a question that I have for you guys. Since the takeover of Paul Levesque and Shawn Michaels' full creative of NXT, and Paul Levesque's, you know, during the time that the other guy, we'll get into him, I'm saving him, but while he took his brief hiatus and, you know, Paul Levesque took over as creative control. Now, a while back, we all said we're not going to critique these two individuals until Mania season's over. Now that it is, right. now is that time. And... Can't, what could we grade these two individuals? Shawn Michaels doing, you know, what he's doing with NXT currently now and what he's done, done the last six to eight months. Likewise with Paul Beck, Triple H, what he's done with Raw and SmackDown and the premium live events, pay-per-views, Devin. I'd rather just call them pay-per-views. Pay-per-views. <laughs> pay-per-views, that's right. That's why Devin's not here. Pay-per-views. <laughs> Love it. exactly. He here. He is not here, but let's watch. Watch him in the chat right now. Just, yeah, right, watch right, him right. jump in right this minute. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? Somebody call my name. Yeah. Damn, he has Spidey sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But what do you grade them, Dom? What do you give these two men? Like, what do you grade them? They're that's booking. A, that is overall. a damn good question. I mean, for HBK, he's definitely come. A long way booking shows. I, I don't think Trips is helping him much considering he's on the main roster. But, like, you go back to that Halloween Havoc and you watch that and you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck are we doing? Like, like that was the worst graded pay-per-view I gave out. Yes, I, I agree with that. Yes. And from there, he's had some nice events. Like, he's had some decent takeover. Stand and Deliver was very good. So I would have probably started out giving him, like, a D plus. And that's only because I love him, because he's a fucking legend. (laughs) 
I think he's kind of jumped up to like a C plus B minus average, considering he started in the in the D's. Because some of his stuff that he's put out there is just absolute bangers, man. Like this one, this last one included. So I feel like Sean's getting it, and he's improving. So I, I I'll be nice enough to give him a C plus just for all that shit before he learned. Like like it. Yeah. It's a process. I get it. Triple H, man, from. I guess SummerSlam on, I, I really loved what he was doing. I loved the TakeOver style pay-per-view, man. We're going to have five matches, you know, 20, 30 minutes apiece. Or, or, or maybe we'll go longer with one of them. Like they're, But they're all going to be bangers, and you're never going to forget this night. Okay, cool, man. Like, he made Extreme Rules watchable. I didn't even think that was a – I didn't even think that could happen. Very true. Right, right, I, sure. I didn't even. I have gone back to the pay per view from last year and compared it at every pay per view. Like even this la- this mania was fo- was far better than last year's mania. Night two was all what the fuck. This one was like, oh that's cool. Wait, what the fuck happened here? Oh, that's not bad. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it was a mixed bag as opposed to just just like four hours of what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> And honestly, that night two of WrestleMania may, as far as I can remember, is like Triple H's only real miss. Everything else has been very, very good from him. I, 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 I'm gonna be. Uh, uh, I'll say. I'll give him an A minus. I'll give him an A minus. It would have been an A if it weren't for night two. That shit, you lost points, homie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if Vince had something to do with that or not. I, I don't know. Maybe Shane blowing his quad fucked your whole night. I don't know. I don't know. But but it, it drug you down, in my opinion. A minus. But Sean's Sean's at a C plus right now. He'll get better. Love that. He's Love getting it. better all it, way. It, it, it's it, it's you know what? It's average. So I, I'm with you on the Shawn Michaels one, for sure. I'm with you on that. You know, trips. You know, for I'll I'll, I'll get to it. I'll, I'll I'll get there. But go ahead, Bigley. What are you grading, my brother? Go ahead. For HBK, I give him a B. I think a big thing with him, everybody has to realize, is the fact that he kind of got thrust into that job. He he came in just just to be like a helper for Triple H there, where he was going to do this and that, work with the talent. But then he got thrust into everything. Like he was a boom out of nowhere. You're running NXT. So for a guy that's just moved to his family to Florida because he's been in Texas and he finally moved. Florida to do day to days and they get thrust into it. So it's like I had to up the grade a little bit because even though everything that uh, Dom said was true, like he didn't know he was going to be doing this uh, like six months ago. He had no idea. So I give him a, a B for that. And I think he's starting to do better and better with it. With Triple H, I give him a B plus. I give him a B plus because We've seen everything he's been able to go status quo. I love the pay-per-views that he does. He's telling story uh, stories, which is what we want in WWE. But there's some minor critique that I always say with with stuff that he's done. It's the, the women's tag division. It's still bad. It's still not there. And this is personally my gripe is the IC title. I love Guther. Guther's my guy. That, the Intercontinental title is the thing that I think that needs to have its prestige back, and he's starting to do it. But 
how like we talked about this six months ago where we're like, okay, Roman's not gonna be there, the Titan IC and US title, which they have, but how is it that since then the IC title in a matter of seven months has only been on two uh pay-per-views or premium live events, whatever you want to say, clash at the castle, it was defended, and then WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But then the US title has been on almost every pay-per-view. So now you're telling me the U.S. title is worth more than the IC title, even though Guther has done a tremendous job of being the champion and making that title important again. But to me, it needs to be defended every single pay-per-view. It needs to be if, – if it's going to be that top title while Roman's gone, you got to make it like that. You can't just be like, okay, we're defending it every other week on SmackDown. It needs to be defended on the pay-per-views. Because yeah. that's, that's a guy right there that's missed out on those buy rates, even though he's been a workhorse for that title. Absolutely. Hey, he's getting it there, though. I mean, yeah. Gunther can only do so much in, like, the six-plus months he's had it. It wasn't on a WrestleMania yeah. card for years. He brought it back there. Yeah. So we're headed in the right direction. Yeah. I just want him to – every pay-per-view, I want to see him defend it. Like, he's put on, like – there's a oh, thing that he's put on. He's put on bangers. Any any match that he's in, they're bangers. You look at Sheamus. You look at the Triple Threat match. You look back just the past two three years. This guy, that's that's what he does. He puts on five star matches. Don't you want that on your pay per view to get people watching, to build up that pay per view buy rate, to get more people viewing? Yeep. But then, but then it's like, does SmackDown have anything? I'm not SmackDown Fox. Do they have anything to do with that? We don't know, but I hope yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Just something we don't know. I mean, for me, like, okay, Michaels, I give him a a solid C. I think I have, you know, good valid points, Dominic, you mentioned about the Halloween Havoc and mm. the beginning of the booking of, of how he started when he took over as full creative control. And I think he realized, like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? I'm like, shit, I'm, I'm really fucking this shit up. Because there was a lot of bad stories there from like from Halloween having on like these gimmick matches. It's like, uh, right. yeah, HBK, you might want to. I don't know if Vince told you to do it or I don't know what it is, but whatever idea you had did not work, buddy. <laughs> no, no, HBK got back there and was like, wow, this is way harder than kicking people in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Can't I just go out and tell everybody to suck it? <laughs> I know he wish he could do that. Right. But, but man, giving Michaels what he's done, and then not only that, him inputting his his storylines that he used to be in, you know, during his tenure in his career, using that and you know, implementing into these talents, using that similar storyline, almost, you know. With the whole barber's chop situation, with you know, with Gigi and, and JC Jane, with this Carmelo and Braun, with the Grayson and 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 uh, Gargano, Schism and Chase, you how they're booking them, then with the whole women, you know, division overall, and actually giving them a little bit more opportunity, like so Ruka giving them all that. I am, I'm happy that Michaels is seeing the wrestling part aspect of it more a little bit more besides the besides the character the character development style because i know that he of course you want to combine both combinations and make it both great on both sides for each talent so i'm glad that michaels is at least giving that opportunity uh 
So I give him a solid see what he's done for the last, you know, even the last, you know, takeover. And I mean, well, it's not even a takeover. It wasn't even called. It was just stand and deliver. Right. But I'm glad that he didn't. He's it's doing takeover. great. Yeah, it's still takeover. It's still takeover to, to us. I, I it's do still take over to me, damn it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a goal. I do, think, I do think it's concerning that on Tuesday nights that it seems like the, the crowd in attendance is kind of going down because you do see the open seat in. So it's like that does make me worry about it, but they're, they're putting on better shows. It's just oh, yeah. that the crowd's not packed anymore, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, remember, I mean, all due to weather conditions, it all depends. To I'm not yeah. quite sure, and then see what you see what JD got to say. The NFC crowd are the easiest to book for. Triple yeah. is booking is for the hardcore fans. Uh, IWC and Larry, who is stuck watching because a seven year old like like short is not easy. Damn it, your right. grace, you did it again. I yes, need you. And Triple H had it easy for the longest time because it was only on the WWE network. So people were going to go look for it regardless mm-hmm. with it on there. But now it's on the USA. So that's a harder thing to, to book and deal with being two hours instead of one. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. And so we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I, I just hope right now, I, I heard that the live events were not as bad. When they started doing the tour for NXT, I heard it was not bad. It actually it got people to be invested in actually attending to. So I'm happy for that. And I'm hoping that maybe later in the future, instead of being in being in uh the performance center, right? That's where they're at having NXT mainly, right? Where mm-hmm. but I hope they go back to full sale or to just start touring. Give it a once in a while, go to a yeah. different venue, you know, give it a try. You you have to, you know, interact with other different audiences. In different, you know, obviously different states. Yeah, they're always, they're always going to do Florida, but they need to branch out like they used to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And and if I remember correctly, they just got back into like doing arena shows a few months ago. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to take a minute for the crowds to come back because that was the first time from pandemic, basically. Yeah. Agreed. You know, so it was a few years, and now they're just like, hey, everybody, we're back. And they're like, uh-huh, well, we're broke, so go away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm broke, so hey, sorry. You seen these gas place. prices and shit? No, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going, man, no. I'm because I know, what they, I know what they were doing was they were taking some of the stars that are already established, and they are putting them on the WWE live events. Like, they had pretty, pretty deadly – they were doing live events for all December. Yeah. And they were taking just small, small groups at a time. But now that they have it back, now they don't have to do that. Yeah. I think Lil Psycho was watching because as soon as we started laughing, he got all giddy in the other room. <laughs> Be it. nice to your mother. <laughs> love it. Uh, shout out to Little Psycho, man. Oh, man. Love that. Love him. Oh, number oh, one. Fan. That's my dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes, yes. He's he's ours. He's our dude right here. Let's yeah. put them ones up for him. Acknowledge the cycle right there. Acknowledge, Acknowledge that special little son bitch. Uh, <laughs> special in our hearts, man. Overall, that's for sure. But man, and then for okay for Triple H, my grade, I give him a solid A. I give him a. He turned things around immediately when he took over. He really made you know both of you guys really. I would just add a little bit what you guys mentioned because you guys made valid points overall. Of course, making relevancy to those mid-card titles, that's the one thing that I'm happy for. He made them now relevancy. 
I get it. I get you, Bigby, that you want more Dom. Uh, you know, we want more, uh, you know, the Gunther, in theory, to be more on a constant basis defending those titles since Roman is part-time. I think it, it could be the same way. To, I, I, for me, it could be 50-50 between the mid-card titles. One could take a night off. One could, you know, could do defend it here and there. It's not a problem. Because it, it gives the chase of more intrigue, more investment. Because you're, you're the chase is where we get more in, invested of the story, instead of you know seeing it every week. Like yeah, of course we do want to see open challenges, everything else. Pro wrestling is what we want to see, uh, but also we want to give it a story to it. Why should we be invested of the, you know, this individual, this talent going for the mid card title, and why she, you know? So it's it's. It has its pros and cons of it, but I say 50-50 that they could book it, and especially like how you mentioned about adding them into the almost every event. I think that could, that's fair. I mean, it doesn't have to be every event. It could be once no. once here and there. It's fine. Uh, it could be one of the U.S. Like, for, like Extreme Rules had theirs, right? Prior to that, I think after that it was uh, Cardiff, and then that was when it was Gunther when it was his chance when yeah. it went to Cardiff. So, like, if they could, you know, Fluctuate that way, and you know, as long as it's as long as it's better than once every six months, which they're doing. Yes. Oh yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> think, when you when you think about it, Triple H came in what basically took over at SummerSlam like eight months ago, right? Yep. At that at that time, Gunther was barely doing anything on the main roster, and Austin Theory was stuck in something that I've been as my witness because he heard me bitching about it. I fucking hate it. I absolutely hated this weird Drew McIntyre clone that had a little bit of Prince Pretty in it and all that bullshit. I fucking hated it. And from there, he has gotten them to this point where coming out of WrestleMania, if one of those guys wins the Royal Rumble next year, I won't be surprised. Yeah. They're on that level now. And they're both young and they're both like youngish as far as WWE roster talent. With a mid-card title, which feels kind of accurate. You know, like, th- this is where these dudes belong as they work their way up. So if they do turn around and one of them wins the Rumble in November, you're like, oh, yeah, I saw that coming. Yeah, definitely. I'm with you. I'm with you on that for sure, brother. Go to you got to let Papa H cook. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> let, let him add those ingredients and let him fucking... More, more importantly... Yeah, just slow roast, just just stir it every now and then. More importantly, like like I think Nick said earlier, keep Vince out the kitchen. Go away. Uh, Fuck up out of here, Vince. You're done. You brought that up. Let's get into that. You're microwaving shit. Get the fuck out of here. Well, we're heading into that segment, might as well. And yes, WWE sells to in Denver. I want to say more sales, more merger, but they really bought it out for. $9 $9 billion, of course, 9.3 to be exact, is what, of course, Hawani, uh, not Hawani, what's it, Hawani or whatever his name, Ariel. Ariel Hawani, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, from Endeavor, who this, who's the founder and CEO of it, of course, merging with UFC and, you know, with you know, Dana White, of course, the new board of directors is there. Nick Khan is still there as president. Vincent Kennedy, the man with the mustache, of course, uh, you know. Looking like Gomez Adams. Looking like Gomez Adams. <laughs> <laughs> this big man, I guarantee you, he sold his shit, his soul to Ariel telling him, Look, pal, this is why I want you to buy it. I want you to have me there. I need, you know, he sold himself for him to stay. He bullshitted when he said, Oh, no, 
oh, I, I wanted to, to, to leave. No, I wanted to step out. No, no, no. Bullshit. Bullshit. This is where you had your way out. Yeah, and this is like another way around that you got involved, and now, now you're back on. And of course, Vince is. Oh, this is look. This is always Vince. Always. If anybody's gonna kill my creation, I'm gonna do it. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure with a mustache. With a mustache. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he went to Paul Levesque and he's like, look, Paul. Stand back. Stand back. He told him to stand back for sure. And then, of course, you know, if Paul wanted to say a word, I mean, this is what happened. Nobody said that. Say another motherfucking word and this shit is over. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure... And Triple H oh, like, this is, this is Jiggy. I can get you on Blazing. I, yeah, I, I can't get Jiggy with this shit. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, Jesus, man. Now that he's back on full, he said yes or no. I still is bullshit. He's back on board. A lot of things are speculating with this situation because now the sale is being investigated because some of the majority share, you know, shareholders are like, what's going on? Why is this happening? Why is he back full creative control? And, you know, Vince found a way back in. And this was his way in. And we said this is the beginning when he, the, the sale was announced in the first place, that Vince was not going to go anywhere. We all said it. You know, all of us did in our in our podcast. We said it as a group on the bloodline. We all said it, that Vince was going to come back no matter what. He ain't going nowhere. The guy is staying. He might be the next – he's the Mr. Burns right now. Because yeah. even in a tough fight – 30 years from now, oh, he's going to have no. his, head, his head right there. Oh, and he, no. He, he that makes Trip Smithers. Oh, yeah. I think it's a 50-50, though, because there's a, there's a lot of integral parts that play in it. Me being a guy that watches both uh, products and known about the Endeavor Deer when they bought UFC, uh, they bought it from the Freda Brothers and Dana White. We thought Dana White was going to be gone after that, but then – the same guy, Ari, the guy to the left, was like, I want you to stay. You're getting your cut. I want you to do everything that you were doing before, and you're going to be on salary, too. So he got paid, and he's still getting paid he to do paid everything. Because what this guy <laughs> choice, because what this guy does is he just buys it, let them do it, and he makes sure that he's getting the investment out of it because he's getting – uh, the investment at a lower price than what it was on a high. And that's what WWE was on the way down stock-wise because uh, I believe it was at 10, not, uh, 10 or billion or so, and it went down while Endeavor was going up. So Endeavor just scooped it up, got it at a good price. Vincent got paid because he was a majority shareholder. And the big thing with this is the fact that Vince wanted to go, but I think... This, this does allow him to come back. But the big thing is, this was Ari's decision. He made the decision to, to tell Vince, I want you to stay stay in. You're not retiring because if I'm going to invest in your company, buy it. I want you, the guy that started it, to be in control at some in some endeavor, even if it's just on the logistics in the and not the creative, it's just on the business side. He wants to make sure he milks out every cent of what he put into this. And the guy that does it 
is Vince. Yeah. Vince could be like, okay, I'm going to have Triple H run the day-to-day and creative, but I'll make sure everything on the business side is done by me. So you could say he reasoned his way in for that, but I don't think he's going to touch anything creative. Maybe he did on Monday because it was like the first day. Night two. (laughs) I don't think he had anything to do with night two, but uh, I think that was him. But everything after, I don't think he touched SmackDown. He wasn't even he wasn't even there. He was still in LA. He's too busy dealing with this. This guy is willing to let WWE run the ship the way that they still did before the merger. He's just a guy that can oversee it. He he has fifty one percent of the of the stocks to forty nine of WWE. So if anything happens, Ari can do uh, has the final say. He has the final say over Vince because he has more stock than Vince does. By two percent, I just think it's the way of this guy knows that Vince is the guy that started it, so he trusts him more than being like, okay, I I don't know who Nick Khan is, I don't know who Triple H is, but I know what the pride is, and Vince is the guy that created it. So, yeah, definitely. Dom, give us your take, bro. Yeah, I think I think Bakley hit on something there that I was going to talk about, and and that was. You know, uh, I mean, they did buy the con- Endeavor, bought the controlling stocks, and I think they wanted to keep Vince McMahon around for his business mind, not to take over creative, not to get back in the full capacity. Just you run the shit, you make the deals, you do, because clearly he got nine billion dollars out of them, so he's a decent businessman. This is after selling the U.S network for a billion of its own so so vince has definitely got the business side of it i just don't think they'd be willing to let him retake creative and bring everything back to where it was after it has progressed so far and every time you turn around regardless of how we think triple h is booking or how he's doing every time they have a pay-per-view it's like oh we turned record we turned record profits quarterly we turned a record profit that's what Endeavor wants. They don't want to go back to the days of Vince running things and ratings going down and stock prices dipping and, pay- and people not showing up to the pay-per-views or asking for refunds while watching the main event. <laughs> so I, I, I think they want to keep Vince behind the scenes. The thing that the thing that just feels so 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 skeevy to me, and that's the only word I can say I can use to describe it, is that. I remember Vince originally kind of snuck his way back into the board uh, pitching that he was going to negotiate the TV deals. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox was coming up, and someone's going to have to negotiate these deals, and I'll do it. And a few board members left because they felt like they were strong-armed by him. Then all of a sudden, he he turns around and he does this. And I kind of... And I had the same thought that Justin had in the comments. I believe Vince might have poo-pooed a few of these other offers... Because Endeavor was the one that was willing to keep him around. And he yeah, was but- willing to sneak his way back in in the first place. He don't want to go. He had his out. <laughs> he had it. You were done. And you crept back in the back door. <laughs> yeah, he figured out a way how to come back, and he did. And, uh, oh, and like I said, I mean, I'm telling you, he sold. It's all about so the money. He sold Arrow for sure. He sold him for sure. You tell him, hey. We'll make movies. Sure he did. I don't know if I want to see Vince's movies after all this coming uh, out. I don't, I don't know if I want to see that. I don't mm. know. <laughs> not, 
Nah. <laughs> uh, do we want to see it? No, I don't think nah, so. No, but uh, I mean, I watch Mandy stuff all day, but I don't think I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> He sold his son's quad for money. I'm just <laughs> right. How come that wasn't sponsored by Slimmer? <laughs> right. He probably did. Take it to the black market. <laughs> Here you go, Ari. I heard you needed a quad. Hey, I heard you needed a quad, pal. Here you go. Ha <laughs> Here's the two I blew out of the pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> Like father, like son. Shane. Yeah, they were like father, like son. That's for sure. But I mean, and then and then with the whole, you know, we've seen the movement happening. Yeah. Fire Vince Chance. We saw it on the bump. We saw. That. Mm-hmm. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm gonna say this. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. The man is not going anywhere. He found a way in, and he's going to stay where he's at. Look, I appreciate McMahon, what he's done for us, for our childhoods. He gave us the Attitude Era, the Golden Era, the, the Next Generation Era, the Roots Aggression Era. He gave us that. I'm not upset of Vince McMahon, you know, what he's given us. He needs to be understanding one thing. Dom said it before on Top Rope. If you go back, go to the Top Rope archives. He's been saying it. Your time is done, old man. You, you, you're that cartoon mentality you have is mm-hmm. no longer there. We're in 2023. We are living in a modern era now that is different, in a different society, different overall aspect in the world, in the world itself. Pop culture is way different. It's not what it was 40 years ago. It's now it's different. But is he gonna is he gonna leave? No, he ain't going nowhere. The guy is it's like you know, when your dad gets older and he wants to move back into the house, you're like, fine, you can stay here, stay out of the fucking kitchen, or you'll burn this bitch down. I know it. That's (laughs) what I'm saying to Vince McMahon right now. Fine, you can stay in the house, stay the fuck out the kitchen, let trips cook. It was was sponsored by the local (laughs) man. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> it was sponsored by Family Guy. Ah, ah, ah I wish I had that clip, but I'll have the next time. But oh my god, yeah, family. man. Yes, I want it. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it is what it is, man. I, I, there's a, I mean, look, the only way for this man not to get involved in creative is if we see the numbers are down, stock market wise. I think if we see that then Ariel Hawani will have an issue. Because if you're combining these two merger, not called TKO, I just not officially 100% all, like as of yet, but you're going to combine it overall. Right now, it's not going to, it's good. Right now, it's great for the investors because, oh shit, we got sports and entertainment. Sports combat, entertainment. Put them to one. Right. Great investment there. Feels like they're following our blueprint. I'm just They are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> I think they saw the show. They're like, they saw, they saw Events. Top Rope. They saw it. Cut the check. <laughs> Cut the check over here. Send it to the bloodline, man. Hey, Dory right here. You know, send it to oh, us shit. over here. Thank you, baby. <laughs> Fun. Oh, that's where you go. Everybody says hi. 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 <laughs> but yes, Sorry about that, guys. Uh, they just dropped oh, off my dinner. No worries. No worries. <laughs> Brian was like, this was one of those people who wanted to kill the establishment, and that's where he became. And well, of course, he won't pass the torch. 
That's why, if that was the case, why would Ariel, if Ariel was really in, really, really wanted to like purchase it without Vince, he could have approached Nikon and Triple H. But you know, numbers talk. And like I said, this man sold himself. He sold. Vince knows how to talk. He yes. don't know how That's to convince true. you. He don't know how to convince you of why you should eat I, this cooking, pal. This cooking I, I should ah. I should. I should have seen this coming when you had. Ariel Hawani doing uh, the pay-per-view uh, last month, and then him doing Mania here. Then you had Daniel Cormier interviewing all the wrestlers yep. uh, the night before WrestleMania doing all that. I'm like, they're getting these MMA guys involved uh, in WrestleMania right now, even though I know Cormier is a big wrestling fan. But I'm like, something's going on. And I, like after seeing that, I should have thought, oh, Endeavor, that's Come on, put two and two together. But I was like, no way. Cormier's working with ESPN, and we know ESPN has that relationship with them. But boom, this happened. Should have seen it coming. Yeah, I mean, it was bound to happen. And I mean, it, it now it's like I said, the only way for things to turn around is we all knew that the Raw SmackDown ready was going to be like, oh my God, it's Raw to WrestleMania. It was, of course, going to go up. I mean, it's no. Ch- there's no fucking way that it was gonna go down. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, that Ross, or you know, after many surprises, we don't get much. The last time we got so many was 2016, 17, I believe so. I think after the year after that, we didn't get much of it, or like not really as much surprises, just returns. That's it. But if you were expecting, oh my god, yeah, no, wasn't gonna happen. No call-ups, none of that was gonna happen. The main focus was more on the sale, more on you know, pretty much impressing your investors now who are not going to be investing into the products of this merger. That was the whole focus on this whole week, not pro wrestling. It was more on that side with the entertainment aspect more than professional wrestling. Uh, But like I mentioned, the only way for this to fail in Vince McMahon is you see the numbers going down, stock market going down. Because if that's something you don't want. And if it affects, if it, if it affects the like the, the the stock market, it's not Dana. It's gonna be Vince, and then that's when Hawaii, that's when Ariel will come in and Dana White because remember that's his money too. He's gonna step in. What the fuck are you doing? Like, right. yeah, you need to step out. You need to yeah. not be part of control. Just enjoy a vacation. Enjoy your sharehold, your your stock shareholding, and let Paul Levesque run the business. There's I don't I don't, I don't have the the the, the exact analytics but i read them that triple h for the last eight months what he's done eight percent overall uh in viewership in revenue and even on premium live event PLE has mm-hmm. done wonderfully ever since when he took over full creative control the fear is that number might go down he go down and it shows that hunter has done better than Vince. that's for sure but now I mean, his his first quarter in WWE, they broke all their profit records, all of them. So Vince, yeah. stay the fuck out of the kitchen, man. <laughs> stay out of the kitchen. Let the let the man cook for God's sake. He's slow roasting, man. Yeah, I'm stay sorry. Out of the I'm sorry, guys. I always tell Wendy not to eat on my show, and then here I am. <laughs> I got the fries that'll cross your cross eye. Your eye, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I got yes. I got burgers. Well, I just got burgers. It's just a burger. <laughs> <laughs> but man, we'll see. I think that's the only way. Is we have to wait and see what's going to be the outcome of it. 
down the line within the next quarter. Uh, I want to see the next two quarters of the stock shareholding. How it, you know, especially with not the new, the new, you know, the new investment program TKO. How is that going to develop? If it's going to develop, I, I kind of also see like just in intricate wise. Are they going to try and do like a whole like investment library to where you can they attach both items to it? Because I know right now you got WWE all their libraries oh. in Peacock, but then Bring UFC, but then UFC has the UFC Fight Pass, which they use for their library. And then their events is attached to ESPN and ESPN Plus right now. So it's a lot more open to because it's more like a year to year basis that the UFC has with ESPN. But I'm pretty sure that they can plug it in other venues too. So it makes me wonder Uh, if they try and attach both or if if this is a play, a small play for a bigger fish in the pond I, I think if they did that we'd all have to invest in a vpn because yes you know, oh like, yeah peacock's gonna have something to say if they want to try to put content someplace else like no we gave you a billion dollars for this bullshit it's staying here because I, I always <laughs> thought that maybe this was a ploy to get disney involved <laughs> like, wow. um, because because both companies have uh, like library within disney overseas right so and there's so many different ways that they can do business now being together it makes this company worth 21 million instead of two companies that were 11 million and 9 million um, that billion now they're 21 billion Mm -hmm. so there's a lot more to interest other companies into doing business with you content wise is it weird that when you brought up Disney, I saw Mickey Mouse with that fucked up mustache that Vince has on his <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Vince trying to look like Walt Disney shit. I was right? Say, I was that. <laughs> right? That's almost a Walt Disney mustache. His shit was a little thinner. <laughs> I Vince was a Walt Disney guy, man. Hey, what's going on? The banger! The banger! Nipple mania. Not yet. But he's, he's, not yet. Not yet. Almost there. Wait for it, folks. Yes, you gotta wait for it. Oh, and then all right, because the director about to come in in five minutes, so let's knock this out of the park. Director, yes, man. Of course, WrestleMania. You know, Rob to WrestleMania, SmackDown. It was great. Now we see everybody was like, "Why? Why is this happening? Why Cody Rhodes gets punished?" Well, let me remind you, he did fucking hit the sledgehammer with the chair. I mean, with the, that, the throne that he did, and he did all those, you know, BTE, you know, clips that he'd done before. You think, hey, hey, Paula Bank, oh, I never forgot, buddy. I didn't forget. And there you go. But this was planned. I guess you could say it was planned according to the dirt sheets. Quote on that, dirt sheets. Um, I guess this was already ahead of planet time. Now we got Cody versus... Uh, now versus Brock Lesnar, we don't know what's going to happen at Backlash that is happening in Puerto Rico or maybe SummerSlam. We're not quite sure what as of yet. Uh, but then, of course, you know, Hunter announced the draft coming up, so I'm excited for that. So, man, give it to you, Bigley. Give us your thoughts overall, Cody Brock and the draft. You know, like everybody was up in arms with the whole Cody losing the Roman. I think it's a bigger bigger story to have the bloodline crumble from within we've seen everything on more so on 
SmackDown with it, but on I just hate the fact that they had Brock go in. They thought he was going to team with them, and then he attacks Cody. And on SmackDown, Wade Barrett made the comment, "Oh, where he was pissed that he was he had to go on first on night two. It's like you couldn't have thought of anything more elaborate. Like it was just like <laughs> somebody said that. Like I think Tim said the other day, like have him go in and be pissed that he couldn't get the job done against Roman. So then. Uh, Cody was about to have a chance to, and he got screwed out of it. And then now he's trying to get the rematch. And mm-hmm. this is Brock's way of doing it. Even though if Brock would have thought it, logically, oh, if Cody can take the belt, I can challenge Cody. But he attacked him. It just seemed like a Vince move there doing that. But I loved everything on Friday where you had Sammy having to talk to Jay. You see kind of a little bit of doubts in Jay. You got Paul Heyman pulling in the strings with Solo. Solo is looking at Jay like he doesn't trust him anymore, even though his brother. You would see the interactions early in the months where they'd be all cool, cool. But this one, he's more serious. It's like, what is going on here? Are, are they making the Usos the weak link now uh, with everything losing the title so they're not that important anymore? But then you got Jay fighting his family with his friend, uh, or former friend uh, in the honorary use. There's just a lot that, to play within it. I I for so loved SmackDown more than I did Raw. I just thought Raw was a mess. I thought the opening and the ending of Raw were good, but I thought overall SmackDown was more overall a better show, and they kept on telling more storylines within that, even though it's only two hours. Plus, they had more matches. How is it that you have a three-hour Raw and you only have four, three matches, I believe it was? I think it was four. It was supposed to be four, but that match never oh, started. Oh, right. That never yes. happened because, yes. yeah, you had three matches and a beatdown. Okay. Yes. I think you're muted, DV. Yeah, you're muted. Sorry about that. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, think, uh, I think they had like an hour commercial free and then what the hell? You know, like, what did they do? They didn't do much. <laughs> uh, that's something like, all right, I, I guess. I mean, but, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Um, uh, I'm a, well, shout out to Courtney, by the way. Uh, what's going oh, on? Yeah, the queen of extreme of podcasting. I love that girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to save myself. Go go ahead, DOM. Take it away. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. I did a lot of podcasts last week, guys. So forgive me, but I'm pretty sure you guys were both on with me when we did JD, when we did WrestleBread, and I said there, yeah. it wouldn't shock me if somehow Cody lost to get, to get Roman to a thousand days, and then we ran this back at SummerSlam. So when it happened, yeah, I'm mad about it. I'm still mad about it. Justin was even more mad about it than I was. I saw you popping on the Tribal Chief. I was like, get him. <laughs> It's about time somebody other than me snaps on the tribal chief on Cody's behalf. <laughs> but I like I like what Justin said. I'll get back to it uh, once you're done. Oh, oh, okay. Um, it, it's just uh, I I pretty much look at it where I and I do agree with Bakley. Like they could have done this thing with Brock so much differently. He he could have said like, oh well, you know if I if if I help Cody beat Roman, then I could then I could take on Cody or. Or he did it because now they're merged and he's a UFC guy. You know, that's anything, any kind of story other than that. But the thing that 
I noticed, and then I think Bakley pointed it out with a meme in, in a group chat, was like, they went through almost the, the same storyline with Cody that they did with John Cena. They had them pouting at WrestleMania. Then Brock comes out, shakes his hand. And even at, even at the beginning of the show, when Brock shook his hand, I was like, Cody, don't reach. He's going to have five your ass. Yes, he is. And he didn't. And that shocked me. And then at the end of the night, went the same way it went with Cena. I don't really feel like this is payback for the throne if they're booking this man the way they booked John fucking Cena. <laughs> I think they did this to let Roman get to a thousand days. He will be well beyond it by SummerSlam. They're probably going to do Brock and Cody at Backlash because maybe the tribal chief doesn't feel like flying to Puerto Rico. Let's just be real. Well, and he, he shouldn't he might, have he to. Yeah, he might not even be there. They're saying that he might not be there. So yeah. like, and I, I have to, you know. I don't even, I don't even think because now you have a story where you have Solo and Usos versus Sammy Ko and Matt Riddle. That's true. You're right. It, it, that's yeah. going to be booked for sure. So, I mean, and if I'm and if I'm being 100 percent honest, I haven't had a chance to go watch SmackDown yet because I was on here when it was live, and then I got up this morning and all my sons wanted to do is watch movies and play. I'm like, come on, man, SmackDown. No, but damn it. <laughs> <laughs> And I came straight from picking up my wife to this. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm just excited overall. I mean, I, I get J-Man's, you know, what he's mentioning about, you know, about the draft, about, you know, about keeping the championship, completing the story, uh, vacating the universe. I, I think it's the opposite. I think it's going to be the, the universe is staying on SmackDown. Roman is going to keep that belt. Because, remember, he defeated Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, to, and he hasn't lost yes. it since then. That's the he, one he's had for yeah, the thousand days. He, the yes, WWE he, championship came later. He, yeah, he could, he could drop that one, and he still has the thousand days with the draft. He can drop that, put that back on Raw, and the, the thousand days could go and go and go, and he can still hold it. It's just that you're going to have another champion on Raw that can open things up for that brand, and he can stay on SmackDown unless he gets moved to Raw, and things change, which. I don't think it's gonna happen, but you know. Yeah, I mean, we'll just—I mean, we'll have to wait and see how this is gonna turn out to be. Because look, we already know that Vince was was—he was his idea to do title versus title, have Brock to drop it to Roman. If that none of none of that would have happened, then we would have been talking differently right now about the, that WWE Championship. Uh, with the booking of Cody and Brock, I think. If this was if this was planned, how Don mentioned, I kind of like the Cena situation, everything else. I don't mind it because if Cody beats Brock clean, clean, I tell you, it will make him look strong, and he needs to because Mr. President, like how how JD was like, oh, you know, she is the president of the Cody Hate Club, hate us, <laughs> but you know, Cody Obama, <laughs> least there you go, Cody Obama. I mean, for me. Cody, Cody Obama, Cody Obama. That's right, <laughs> because he's always dressed like, oh yes, <laughs> red, white, and blue. Always, man. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cody and Brock. Like I say Cody needs to have that. You know, especially. Oh, just fucking playing. Where the hell is that shit? I have it here. So Ruthless aggression. That's what he needs to take it out. And what better way to beat a big man of Brock Lesnar clean? No cheating, no none of that. No nothing. Clean, straight up. And then, and then that's when Roman be like, "Oh shit, 
then you I'm can, in trouble. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah that's, then you can have Roman be like, okay, but if Roman would be like, ah, you know, it'd be more like Paul. Paul be like, oh, you pissed this boy off, you know. <laughs> you see what he did to Brock? You pissed this boy off. <laughs> oh man, yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's see, directors here or not? Director, you're there because we can't see you. I see something. I see something. <laughs> okay. I think He's I see his band logo. There he oh, is. Shit! There he is. Giving us his best Brock Lesnar salute. Try it. Goddamn. How unoriginal was that entire angle? <laughs> oh, Completely man. recycled from John Cena. Straight up. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. El director is here, ladies and gentlemen, on a Saturday. He's like, what the fuck on a Saturday? Really? What the fuck? Is what it is, man. I'm down. You guys, you guys celebrate the magic bunnies and the, the flying, flying goat on Sundays. And I respect that. Absolutely, and of course, happy Easter, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, it's, it's tomorrow. If you celebrate, if you, if celebrate, you just celebrate, do you just do you? Just do you. Yes. <laughs> we're not here yeah. to offend anybody. No, no, we're not. not man, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, so we got WWE out of the way. We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks of how everything turns out to be. Um, Unless the director has something to say about WWE very brief, do you want to give anything overall? I mean, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just like the sale. Are you happy about the sale? Merge of UFC? I don't Are you happy with the sale? The sale is fine. I'm cool with that. Uh, I think a lot of Vince having to come back to sell the company has a lot to do with Dana White's dumbass getting in Ari Gold's dumbass and being like, Vince is the man. He built the company. We should definitely get him back. Having no fucking clue how bad it was when he was there. I think that was I think that was just like a casual fan knowing the name McMahon and be like, yeah, we definitely want him back in power and having absolutely no comprehension of how good the company was without him. <laughs> I know they don't care about the allegations. I, I know they don't care about the hush money. You know, Dana White just got scot free away with slapping his wife in Brazil on public action. <laughs> exactly. They, and that shit went away. Like that wasn't even brought oh, yeah. up. It was and, like, no, I really think a couple hundred <laughs> sweep this uh, right under the rug. Yeah, no big deal. We'll never hear. I think uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars to to Rena Mero, You know, ain't oh, yeah. nothing compared to that. How much you want, baby? Hold on. Let me count. My, yeah. Let me count my hundreds. Hold on. <laughs> what you need? <laughs> what you need? What you need? So you can shut up. Oh, yeah. well, uh, Let's say if you had this much money in your hand, it would just go away. How much is that? How much is or, that? <laughs> or you get? I'll pay attention to the product for sure. And I'll watch it actively until I don't again. So we'll see what's up for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because or you want to have a nice dinner. with you lose, stand back. Stand back. Stand back. Have a good dinner with Vincent Kennedy. Oh, he doesn't know what a burrito is. is. Every time. He doesn't know what a burrito is. I will never eat with that man. What? <laughs> yeah, how the fuck do you not know what a burrito is? What the hell is a burrito, pal? Oh. <laughs> Oh. What is going on? Well, yes, it is that time, ladies and gentlemen, because this thing, God, that Wednesday saved us because Monday was not the best. At least Friday was okay. But Wednesday saved us because. Yeah, I got to watch SmackDown last night. Was it all right? I didn't see it either. <laughs> I, it was actually, it was just pretty good. It was pretty good. Pretty good. All right, cool. That's I mean, I, I still watch it, like, you know, so I just forgot. Was it like an Orange Cassidy thumb up? <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up, baby. That's right. time. It's time. It's beta. Dynamite. Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. That happened. Uh, what's what's today? Thursday. What, what, uh, I was on the fifth, three days ago. So yeah. seventy-two hours. There you go. Yeah. Yes. 
72 hours, 996 hours. All right. This was a fucking banger of a show, to be honest. I was not upset. Yeah. I, I, I really could say this was a banger. And thank God, because it fucking saved us from the aftermath of what happened on Monday. And this, just for you, you know, Tim's not here, but this for you, he's watching. Banger after banger. After banger, after banger, after banger, after banger, after banger. And it was after banger, I'll tell you that. Oh, man, it was definitely after. Oh, my God. Mister, I started off with the opening that, oh, my God. All right, I, I'll save myself. But, yeah, it was supposed to be, of course, rock hard, baby, rock hard. Just like. The director rocks hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. He does in a different hard. way. In, a different I, way. I in so many ways. Different way. In so many I ways. Nothing. Nothing like Juice Robinson. Was oh, no. nothing like it. <laughs> but nothing like Juice Robinson. No, it, but that man rocks harder than Juice Robinson. I said Wait. that too. Okay. <laughs> we thought we were gonna get a great opening matchup between these two, but no, we got the appearance of this man right here. That even fuck, it, fuck, uh, fuck, fuck. Uh, yes, yes. Fuck, 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 fuck. That's right. The greatest he clip is. ever. It feels like Michael Scott. It's all good. Oh man, the man is here. Jay White Switchblade is all elite. Oh, look, all I can say is that because of that bullshit sale, I know Paul Levesque was. I, I guarantee you that Paul Levesque, when he saw this on a Wednesday, and I know he did, I know he saw it. I'm pretty sure he I know he was. Sad. He was Jay White in the back. Just fuck. Oh, yeah, he was Jay White in the back for sure because when. When he found out, like, oh, Jay White is all elite. It's done. He is now officially with AEW. But he's, it's a different style. No black and white. Now it's black and gold, you know. And looks like, there's so, like, I, I, I'll save myself for last. I want to hear everybody's thoughts here. So I'll start off with you, Bakley. Give us your thoughts. Jay White's all elite. You're a big fan, just like I am of Jay White. Yeah. I Let think it's, a, I think it's a good fit for him. I think. The, the guy that he is on the promo, you got Boy Club, this unfinished business there. It allows him to tend to that. If he would have went to WWE, he wouldn't have been able to do that. I felt like maybe they would have changed things with him, had to change his name. People would have forgot who he was. And this, this signing actually happened before the weekend, too. I think he signed on Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. So... There was something with WWE where they just they wanted to take a look at him. They they were putting a package together for him, and then there was just uh, between Triple H and Creative or, or, or everybody in Creative, there just wasn't communication there, and he fell through the cracks. AEW picked him up. There's so much that I have to say with him going to AEW, with him back with Juice Robinson, and then there's like I said, you got Forbidden Door. I think there's going to be a Boy Club Civil War. That we're gonna get between the black and gold and the black and white. There's so much to talk about with this. I'll leave that for another show uh, tomorrow that we're gonna do. But it's a good move. I think they could have done a better job with the camera angle of him coming in and then hearing 
his theme music as he's running out to help Juice out. But I'm interested to see how they do this with uh, Ricky Starks because I like Ricky Starks. He just he just got a victory over that storyline with Chris Jericho, and then you had Juice come out, which was pretty cool. And I was like, okay, what are they gonna do with uh, him and Juice? And it's like, I guess there was a whole ploy to bring Jay Wade in to mm-hmm. get him a good um, opening. I just felt like they messed uh, messed it up. But I'm hoping that they get Jay right, uh, right this time, uh, bringing him in. Because the last time they did, it was kind of like an in and out. And I felt like it fell flat a little bit. But now you got to make sure that you get him on every week as much as possible. I like the little touch with Renee Paquette in the back where she was like, so what's going on with you, Jay? What's your status with the Bullet Club? And he goes, he looks at her, he walks back in and shuts the door on her because he doesn't want to answer the question because it's a sore subject. <laughs> and then everything going on with what happened at Genesis uh, this morning, it just makes everything uh, like seem right with his character. I just hope that Tony Khan doesn't mess things up. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to say it myself. Trust me, I am. But uh, oh, I'll do it. Like I say, yes. yes. Go ahead, Dom. I know, I know you went Nettie, so go ahead. I want to hear. I you. really did last night. I just, oh, oh my God, hearing his music and, and kind of seeing him come out because yeah, you're right about the camera. I, that's how you do a beatdown, Brock. By the way, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I said that too. But but I mean, it, it was yeah. The sale might have had something to do with him not going to WWE, but I think more importantly. WWE brings it values casual fans maybe too much. I, I don't know, but they when they bring somebody in, they look at it from a standpoint of like, are, do casual fans know who this guy is? And and even though we do, I don't know if there's a lot of casual wrestling fans who could look at that picture and go, oh, Jay White, yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and and yeah, that's one way to look at it. But at the same time, I don't think a lot of casual fans knew Shinsuke Nakamura. Let him show up on a WWE roster with some amazing music and everybody's in the crowd going, oh, 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 and chanting his name and everything else. I don't really think it matters as much as they think it does. Mm -hmm. But it was probably the biggest reason that Jay didn't go. So why not turn back and and head for AEW where he's already been, where he has a slight history with. And yeah, the last time fell flat, but the last time was Forbidden Door and Adam Cole got hurt and just came back, what, two weeks ago? That's true. That's right. So it kind of fell flat on account of that and and not really anything of Jay's doing or even even TK's. I'll give him a pass on that one. On that one. (laughs) I'm still mad because I brought up the rankings last night. I put up proof on the screen. We got cut off completely. Tony Khan, I will say it right now. You're bullshit. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Take this shit. You will. will. Because I want to hear what the (laughs) director got to say. So that's why I say we best for last, baby. Because I want to hear about about that. What? Um, You're not gonna give him what? Why? Come on. Yeah. (laughs) I know the rumors of Jay White talking to I don't allegedly talking to WWE and you know the coincidence of him showing up the raw after Vince's first raw back on Dynamite may have had a lot to play into it. That'd be really funny because the meme shows Jay Jay White running and it's like me when I Jay White when he finds out Vince is back and he's he's taking off. (laughs) 
Like, meanwhile, FTR's in the back re-upping with AEW. Yeah, know, we'll see here. No career, no. I don't know if it was real, but the screenshot of Twitter that uh, Tony Khan had posted where everyone's sucking his dick. I'm like, oh, we're so good to be back here, man. Like, oh. We're so we're glad like, now. We're so glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like best boss ever and all this shit. Like, it was right. Tony's bad. amazing. <laughs> okay, but I, this specific angle. Okay. Yeah. AEW does do this thing that we I don't like it because they do assume that we are all smarts. They assume everyone in that audience knows who every wrestler ever is, independent, big, huge, small, whatever. They assume everyone knows who Jay White is, and a high percentage of them probably do, but not all of them. So you can't just pop a Jay White appearance like this and just we know, everybody knows. They do this with Japanese wrestlers. We want more segments, we want more introductions. They did a little bit with like Maki Ito and um uh uh, they sort of built a little coming soon package so the casuals kind of got to be familiar with them Indeed. and i think they were thinking let's pop jy quick let's make this the thing like holy shit he was gonna sign with wwe and he just showed up on that dynamite but i don't like that there wasn't there the, the introduction was just assuming and i kind of didn't like that so much because I, how many people in the audience were like huh and then to put him in this angle is, I think, below him. Ricky Starks is still a mid-carter on his way up. I get that, like, the Juice Robinson Bullet Club connection is there. But there's someone else who needs a dance partner who would be a much better suit. So what I'm thinking, buddy, is that Ricky Starks needs – a dance partner to make the odds even. Boom. Hey, babe. The only way this works for me is if we get Ricky Starks and Adam Cole versus whatever version of the Bullet Club you want to call this. 3.0, 4.0. It's not OG, so. Just call it worldwide. They're in every fucking promotion. Everywhere. Yeah. Every fucking one. So I, got, I got more problem. I, I like it. It's cool. I don't think JY would have been utilized under Vince properly. I think he would definitely have been okay under Triple H. Uh, I don't want a fantasy book what they would have done with him over there because it's not happening, so it's a moot point. I just – it felt a little like the soda was just opened a little too soon, and it fell a little flat for me. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted some buildup. I wanted some – I like that. That's it. That's it. It was. It's cool. It's awesome. But it was the first thing that fucking happened. First thing that happened. I, I had to, It happened so soon I had to find out on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's it. Just like – Give the people some some introduction to him. Let them know, like, this is a motherfucker who, when he shows up, for real, you should be worried. And they were just kind of like, oh, everybody knows who he is. We're not even going to, like, give him an introduction. Well, yeah. Well, so. I feel like with that, it was kind of hard because he was already on the program and not too long ago. And they did a, a video package for him then. So, yeah. are you going to do another video package? Like, I, I'm with them with that where it's like they've been doing better with the packages, showing they people... Have. That aren't on there who they are, but they already did it already, so it's kind of like. But how long ago I, was that? And that wasn't even in this angle. That was in like, I don't even know what angle that was, and that was last year. Yeah, it was last they year. Yeah, they could have done like a teaser, maybe not even a package, but yeah. just like maybe maybe they could have had the match and then had him come out and maybe have Ricky win the match, have him come out out of nowhere to save Juice, and do it mm -hmm. that way. That way, you at least get the match in. And people can kind of see it coming. 
Yeah, it just it a reminder because I think we talked yeah. about it at one point. There were not a lot of like we're supposed to remember like the the Kip Sabian thing. I don't have any idea where that box angle came from, but apparently they were running it last year, stopped it, and then brought it back, and we're supposed to be like, oh yeah. And we we don't do that. We have short ADD minds in pro wrestling. Besides, I mean, short ADD minds. You remember shit that happened forty years ago, mm, right? <laughs> we, yeah, we yeah. Connect it. Then last week is a blur. But last week, yeah. I have no fucking clue who dinner. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. That's that's how we work, and that's how I felt. Um, I'm excited. I don't hate it. I just hope they don't fuck it up. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, put Adam Cole in this. I, I, I like that, but I'll tell you one. Thing I think I think I think you got to keep them apart. Uh, for a while, because I, I feel like they can have a one on one because they've never fought each other. They've never. Right. This will eventually be. I mean, you yeah. it'll start a tag, and then you get Juice and Ricky in one on one. Then you get Adam and Jay in one on one. Yeah, I mean, you could possibly uh, across the pond. I think I think Tony's going to try and push Adam Cole to the uh, war title picture. I think everything with MJF is kind of flopping a little bit, and I feel like Adam Cole is the hot. Tory right now back and I feel like he's going to be the guy to face uh, MJF at like all at all in or all out whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. But look, one thing I do agree, the way how he was presented was just yeah. like I'm fucking with director. He said, "Yeah, I just hold on, not even not even five minutes in. What was it like? What like a minute and forty five? Like, like, immediately, <laughs> right? It was just like what the fuck are you? Are you here? We're like what? Like what?" What's going on? Like it, it just happened on like so quick. I am the biggest Jay fucking white mark, just like fucking Bakley and oh, Dom, of course. Oh, <laughs> talk about New Japan Weekly. We New Japan Weekly when we you know we have a chance to get on. But I I'm with director on this one. I wish they could have done it better, bringing him more present a better presentation for him. Uh, maybe throughout the mid the first hour, maybe so. Like, hey, you know what? This is here he is. You know, I, they should have done. Hey, you know, Juice Robinson would be like, "Well, I told you it was in a break. You know, the but well, this is what I'm bringing." And then you hear the music and yeah. then everything else. Oh shit, we know cool. too much. And yeah, which we do. I mean, because but we do, we do, and we know that we, we do. do. Yeah. We, we do. The viewers at this, home are not the crowd. That's you know. This is sure. what turned the lights out too much, hurts them because they could have done something like that. But because they've done it so many times, they didn't do it here because they knew the fans w- wouldn't care because they do that like, every oh, time somebody debuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But man, we'll see. We'll see how his booking is. I, yeah, me too. My major concern is Tony Khan fucking his booking. He better not be sitting in catering. You better not have a fucking part-time. Mm-hmm. None of that bullshit, Tony Khan. This guy's a former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. He's a Grand Slam yeah. for New Japan Champion. This man sold out Madison Square Garden, for God's sakes. He needs to get booked correctly, damn it. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> bullshit, damn it. You better fucking do it right. <laughs> do it right, better. Book him right. There he it is. Booked this. I've been waiting to do that for damn since Wednesday since I saw the show because <laughs> uh, uh, I want to digress about it. Speaking, you know, speaking of digress, talk about this digression right here: the trios championship, the House of Black. Oh my God! By the way, just one of this. I know it's off topic. We're, we're not gonna talk about Rampage because I, I haven't seen all of it. I just saw the highlights. 
damn Julia Hart's entrance is fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Go see that shit. Her by herself coming out on rap. I was like, damn. That's a dead woman walking, uh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Undertaker type of style with a hat. Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. I really, I love that they took her out of the cheerleader gimmick because that shit's cliche as fuck, man. Cheerleader Melissa from UPW, uh, you know, Alexa Bliss. If you don't, dude, cheerleader Melissa, if you don't know, you fucking know. That is a You guys know cheerleader Melissa? Holy (laughs) fucking shit, dude. (laughs) How do you know her? Wasn't she the one that just got inducted into the... GCW a whole thing, yeah. Did she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. she did. She was with yeah. uh, I forget the name of the twins that were doing the uh, the hockey gimmick, but yeah, that's old school right there. Yeah, she was the yeah. OG cheerleader right there for sure. Yeah, good for her. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to her, by the way. Yeah, she did yeah. look good. Uh, but man, I love this match. It was great. Good. I'm so happy that we're getting House of Black getting booked better. I think all of us we all digressed that about House of Black's booking was really stale was flat they didn't do shit with them and i'm glad we're seeing it now and this match was great i i'm actually happy to see best friends finally doing something too so instead of being on dark you know or, or an elevation now they're doing something the ballad brothers sorry i had to come up with it i used to wrestle with them i forgot uh, uh, <laughs> slapstick that, the paul newman movie right slapstick was that the one and then they had the twins the basham twins or whatever yeah they were doing that gimmick. sorry tangent i have to all right <laughs> but man i enjoyed this it was a good matchup and then of course i think the feud is not over because we did see on rampage buddy murphy challenging orange for the international belt that happened on rampage uh this is that highlight for that uh but i'm in, I'm, I'm happy for house of black of course they retain Good matchup. And what tri- oh, here's what tripped me out. Buddy Murphy won with the stomp. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Okay, that's tribute I to know. Uh, that's exactly what I did after the fact. I was like, don't the fuck. Whoa. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was a tribute to fucking Seth Rollins for sure. But I, I fucking enjoyed it. So, man. Director, give us your thoughts about this trios match. Yeah. I like that they're reigning, defending Slapshot. What did I say? Slapstick? Close. But yeah, thank you, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, I like that they're on on every Dynamite. They're in a pretty good TV spot where you're not too tired to watch. You know, they're not like at the beginning of the second hour, which I think is like the bummer spot where you're like, oh. Uh, And good matches. Solid all the way through. Like these are all like pay-per-view level matches against good opponents. I've always said this division was deep even before there was a title or a division. Um, and they're running through it. I mean, I can't think of a existing tag team that's not just like a weird combination of two guys and a guy that they haven't beaten already. And they've only had the belts for like two or three months. So, yeah, dig it. Love it. I I love it, man. It was awesome. D-O-M, break it down, bro. Man, this match was so good. Like so, so good. I love. Sorry, I'm watching fights. So if I react to something, it's because someone just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't he believe saw, you. He, he saw it too. But I mean, it, it's it's so nice to see them actually letting Brody King be Godzilla, who he truly is. Like just run through people, uh, just be the monster that that we all know Brody King can be. Even even Buddy's looking better lately, and and honestly, I don't know. Right now, if there's, and this is almost painful to say, I don't know if there's a better champion in AEW right now than Orange Cassidy. I can't believe I just fucking said it. 
Oh, wow. He has run through everyone. He has been put through hell and retained that title again and again and again. Even while they changed the name and while I continue to call it the Not Intercontinental Championship. I love that. That's he, exactly. <laughs> he continues to go to war with guys like Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. And the list goes on and on. I'm sure he and Buddy are going to put on a show and, and somehow manages to beat the odds and come out on top by himself. Learn from that, Tribal Chief. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, and he's been at it every day since um, his debut. I can't think yeah. of a yeah. injury window. He hasn't had well, an injury window that I can think well, of. Wouldn't, would, I think he had a small one when he was out like a couple weeks. But Everybody that's, that's around him has been hurt from like Statlander to Trent. Oh, dude, Trent, Trent, Trent Beretta has, is the fucking Chelsea Green in that division. Pretty much. When does he get too big for that belt, though? I know it's crazy to say that, but like – He's beaten so many people. How when many... he stops, when he stops carrying it around in a backpack I had in sixth grade, maybe <laughs> then. <laughs> maybe then. Like I love Orange Cassidy. I mm. I, I think he. Uh, I've learned that he is a tremendous wrestler. I I, I sometimes get annoyed with the shtick. Like you got a cha- you got a fucking championship belt. Take it out of the goddamn backpack I had in junior high. Okay, just fucking hold it. <laughs> even if you're, even if it's out here like this with one finger, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to compare to two guys, but we've said this about John Cena. When, when is he going to go heel? When is, is he going to stop doing the fruity pebbles with the shirts every week? But you know who he's like catering to? The kids. You got all those yep. kids dressed up, going like this. Him going like this with his hand. The kids eat right, it up. He's him. one. He's one of the most Tony pop- Halloween. Right? Yeah. He's, he's one of the most popular guys on the roster yeah. because of the demographic. And with that, I think I think he's getting bigger than that title with each I mean, defense. Squeeze Mania is definitely running wild in AEW. And <laughs> I, I don't know if he's too big for that title yet, but He's honestly the best champion that AEW has right now. But I love what they're doing with House of Black. Finally. Finally. When they first started booking those guys together, it was like dog shit on a sidewalk. It just sat there and stunk. Yep. Like, it was terrible. And he now they're... He took one of those, you know, it's an infamous hiatus, his second one, where he does have to, like, rethink, I think, his creative career. Right. Uh, you know, but I'm glad he finally... I mean, we, we thought he was going to be... He had said he might even be done forever. Yeah. But then he comes back a couple months later and says, "I was never going to leave AEW. I just needed some time to myself." So I'm like, yeah, no. he had he had a lot of stuff happen to him in a short period of time, and I think he just needed like a mental health break. Like, I need to go yeah. over here, get my yeah. shit together, come back, and focus on this. And man, since they've returned, I mean, like I was like, even Julia Hart looks like the Undertaker coming down the fucking ramp. You're like, this is yeah. ridiculously awesome. <laughs> We kind of we kind of have to thank the elite because they're the ones that put them over mm-hmm. in that match. They made them look like a million dollars at Revolution with that. Oh yeah, with that whole uh, storyline there. So it was like maybe that was the thing that reared them back in. Like, hey, we got the storyline. We need to take the belts off the elite. We'll put yeah. them on you. You guys are gonna hold it for a while and go back to it. And then not, they didn't just beat them once; they beat them twice. That's true. Yeah. And that's the thing that people don't, I mean, a little inside baseball, and this is something that Bret Hart did back in the 80s, but a great wrestler isn't the wrestler who wins or looks great winning. It's the wrestler who makes his opponent look bigger than life. Right. And that's what the elite do. They do that. They can 
they can make even mediocre wrestlers, and there's very few of those in AEW. You know, rising tide raises all shits. They do that. It's it's great. And I love that they will take a loss, but elevate someone in the process. And that's what they did to the House of Black, which are already phenomenal wrestlers, but they didn't have the story to reflect it. And now they do. Good call. And I think this I think this storyline I had a beat in here. If you look at the numbers game, four against three, who's missing from the best friends that's coming back from injury? Chris Statlander, and she's ready. She she's been backstage. She's ready. You, you gotta have the perfect. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have the perfect way to bring her back. What better way than this? Because they teased this, then they teased Buddy Murphy, uh, Buddy, Buddy Matthews. My bad. Versus. Oh shit! I call, I call him Murphy too. My yeah. bad. I do too sometimes. <laughs> Remember that, yeah. It's so close, man. Buddy Murphy, yeah. Buddy Matthews. Yeah, but they te- they teased the match for next week because Orange Cassidy walked out uh, while Drea Hart was walking back up the ramp, kind of cutting her shine. And that's when they booked this match for next Wednesday. So you know Drea Hart's going to have something to do with that match. And what better way to even the odds up than a returning Chris Statlander to help Orange Cassidy retain? Definitely. And I still gotta go back to watch okay. Ryan. Ryan I don't want to see. I don't want to see Stan Leonard versus Julia Hart. That's gonna be a fucking. That's gonna be a slaughter. Well, no. Well, you gotta see Rampage because you, you got Anna Jade versus Julia Hart. That was. I a- love that match, but I'm saying like Julia Hart who is one. Did you see who? I didn't see who won. Tell me. I, 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 I saw highlights. It. <laughs> it, it, it was Julia Hart one. Oh, okay. I gotta see how she but won. See, Julia Hart is. Julia Hart is still green. Ooh, I love. Like I said, I love that they let you work on the job and learn on the job. She's still green, and Christian Lander. He's been wrestling, I think. I mean, Julie Hart's only like twenty. Yeah. Statlander's been at it for like eight years. So that match is like, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little one sided as far as like skill level. You goes. So you, 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 you don't even have to have a one on one between them. It's just a way to give her get her back by being more like a manager for that, and then right. go on going for there. You don't have to have them do a one on one. She could do like Julia Hart needs to pull some like fuckery, like some magic. Yeah. She needs to throw lightning bolts or something. <laughs> <laughs> like I would be totally cool if she fucking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love it. I fucking love it. All right. So let's see. What do we got next? Uh, After this match? Yeah, uh, we have a... Holy shit. Yeah, we got a fucking banger right here. Wait, not this one. <laughs> we don't have that. Uh, did it happen after? Or what happened? Oh, what was the... I don't know. I, the next thing I have is the title. is the uh, Jimmy Hater match. Oh, that's right. Yeah, You're that's absolutely right. right. My, my yes. Oh yeah, Hater versus Rio. That you're right. It was Rio. I'm sorry. I'm over here like her name. Oh, actually, no, no, you know what? No, after no, after she... this, it, it was the second. Yeah, it was. I, actually, it was. I think it was Rio then MJF. No, was it Rio? No, no, it was MJF. No, 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 Because after this segment was the Sammy Guevara Commander match. Oh, you're right. So, this yeah. So Bleacher's got it all fucked up then, or maybe yeah. I watch it in a different order. Yeah, me too. I have it all in different orders. Now we know. Okay, I, have, we I, have it, I have it going, uh, Jamie and As soon as we cover it all, we'll be all right. Hey, <laughs> hey this, is a, this is just a banger match. So, yes, it was. I really – Jamie Hayter defending the AEW Women's Championship versus Rio. I would JC will say. JC will say. But, man, this match was great. I enjoyed it. Oh, shout out to Riho, man. She took a lot of those heavy fucking impact of that from Hayter. My God, dude. Can I say that I cringe every time I see you get hurt? I'm like, oh no, yeah. you're hurting her. Oh no, she's so little. She's so fucking little, man. So I'm petite. Like, she's a super petite, man. 
It's like oh. child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to call the hotline every time she has a match. <laughs> It's like it's like she it's like she has the picture of her own the lead pipe. I feel like the lead pipe is bigger than her. You have my permission to clip that. <laughs> I need to clip that shit. It really is though. I see her. Be, I see her taking a beating from like Gator or or back in the day Nyla Rose. I'm just like, wait, what's the number to the child abuse hotline? <laughs> it's an anonymous <laughs> tip. Where they at this week? <laughs> uh, I love that match. Oh, yes, man. But basically, go ahead, break it down, brother. What was your thoughts on this match? I like the match. It was, they had Riho moving on up, of course, uh, since coming back, mm-hmm. throwing some steam. She gets the the rematch because they fought before, I believe, months ago. And now you got to, that was when Jimmy Hader was a heel. Now she's a face. And she's trying to build that momentum as a face, get the crowd on her side. The crowd organically has been with. Hater and Brett Baker since the turn, and it just organically happened, and that's how he created, of course, the Outcast. I thought it was a great match. The only thing that I didn't like was the fact that they didn't have the Outcast come out and do something. They had him kind of stay in the back and kind of watch the match and give their comments afterwards. How they said somebody's gonna win the belt from Hater, and they won't say who. It's somebody. And then it makes you think, like, are they going to do that shit where all three of them are going to go for it and then the outcast is going to just implode too soon? When he has, <laughs> when he has something that's actually good, you want to use it. Kind of like the bloodline. They have something good. They want to milk it for all it's worth. Yep. You want to milk this for a while. So it's like, okay, I thought they could have came out, attacked both of them, and go from there. But they didn't. But I thought the match was great. I just thought they could have done something more afterwards. Well, Maybe they couldn't get green spray paint in time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get the green spray paint in time. They couldn't, couldn't find it. Go ahead, yeah. P.O.M. Take it away, brother. You know, and, and Brian, I get that Riho's been doing this for like a decade. She's a Joshi. She can handle it. It's the visual of like her little petite, tiny pirate-looking ass in a ring with somebody like Hater, who is is the exact opposite. You're just like, oh, protector! Oh, call, 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 call the hotline! Damn it! <laughs> they are beating on this little girl. Do something. <laughs> that being said, it, it was a it was a tremendous match. Like Brian's absolutely right; she can definitely handle a beating, and I love it. Um, and, and even though she looks like she could lose to a strong breeze, yes, Big Nick, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> But man, this is the only time. Like, like I know Devin gets called it. Lord knows on my show, high class gets called it. This is the only time I will admit I'm a hater. I love Jamie Hater. I've loved her since she was since before she was ever in AEW. I loved her when she showed up in the first place. I loved her when she came back. I love seeing that woman with a title. <laughs> like I am a full blown hater. I am sipping that haterade right now to wash down my dinner. Just mmm. Mm. <laughs> Delicious, delicious, and thick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My boy, Blue. My boy, Blue. Oh, man, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Director, break it down. Yeah, this is the kind of match only champions and former champions could have, and I love that they did this on free TV. 
Rio is a lot like Mercedes Monet, where she's good at making her opponent look strong. When she takes those bumps, you can you're just like, oh fuck. You're like, is she okay? And then sometimes she still wins. I mean, we saw the Nala Rose match for the <laughs> champion. Um, love Jamie Hader. That finisher, the ripcord, Stan Hansen Lariat is so sick. Like, love fuck. It. Yes. Wow. Um, this division is doing great things. I'm still, it's still weird that how big of a heel uh, Britt Baker is and was. And, you know, that like she was cool with someone else getting the belt that she coveted for so long. Like, that's still like a weird dynamic for me. It's like she wanted that belt. She had it. She hated anybody who even looked at it. And now our best friend has it. She has no problem with that. Like, that's still kind of, I'm still kind of like, is she going to fucking say something? Or does she want that belt? That's I, I, I think they, they <laughs> I think maybe, I think maybe that was the plan. But then something watched else all came access. Along. I thought that was the plan the whole time, too. I thought, we thought that. And I think maybe this right this Raya signing may have kind of been like, oh, we got something better. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But it, Jamie good Kaker. Man. <laughs> Jamie. That tattoo she has is epic on um, Jimmy Hader's like <laughs> what I'm just saying because she, she got buns, hun. <laughs> but, but but like check look at this color that Brian put. Do you agree with Brian's? Oh, absolutely. Yes. I'll put the South Philly psycho seal of approval all over that comment. I used to love watching Mikey take a beating. That's what he was there for. And then they just were like, Yeah, you know how different we are? Mikey's world champion. Yeah. Mikey. Love that. <laughs> If you looked at the guy back then, he was pudgy. He had like these weird tie-dye t-shirts and he wore like thermals under shorts. There was, there was with a giant, there was a giant cheese ball magic the gathering looking dragon t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> with the goofy magic dungeons and dragons tie-dye on the front. Shorts with leggings and that shirt with and the then the arm, big the and then like the, the oversized leggings. knee pads and elbow pads and everything. He looked yeah. like correct created wrestler number six in SmackDown versus Raw. <laughs> And he was their world champion. Yeah, I love Mikey because Mikey could take a fucking beating. The man could back then. The man could not wrestle worth a fuck, but he could take a fucking hellacious beating. <laughs> oh man, absolutely, yeah. Uh, hitting ACW World Championship, flying yeah. with he was flying Franken Mikey. He go. was their first Grand Slam champion before the FTW title. Before all that, he was the first that is man very true. to win the ECW World title, the tag titles, and the TV title. Very, Mikey. very true. That's all you need to know about ECW. If you never watched, go Google Mikey Whipwreck. That was your first Grand Sh- Grand Slam champion. That's how different they were. Try that AEW. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. There you go. I, I enjoyed it. I just didn't do much. I can already say you guys, all of you guys nailed it. Very good points, valid points everywhere. I just cringed for Riho. That's it. I was just cringing yeah. for her. But that woman took a hell. It was a good match. I really enjoyed it. The crowd was invested. Uh, yeah. Don't, yeah. Just, the entire crowd is haterades. The thing that breaks my heart about this division is right now, you're never, I don't want to say never, but like, breaks my fucking heart. We're not going to get like Jamie Hayter versus Becky Lynch in their prime. We're not going to get real. Mm. We're not going to get Britt Baker versus Becky Lynch in her prime. <laughs> you know what I'd want to you know see? We're going to get that someday. You know what I'd love to see? Britt versus Charlotte. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. But, but you know what we got? We got we got Britt versus Nia Jax. That's what we got. Yeah, so that's that's the same thing, right? <laughs> Are we getting that or did we get that? No, we got, we got that. We it got happened. It. It was during the pandemic. It was during the during the pandemic. pandemic it was Charlotte it versus like the walking injury machine. 
It was on Raw. Wait, no, you guys said Britt Baker and Nia Jax, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. It happened on, on Raw? Raw? Yeah. yeah. Dark match? No. Yeah, no, no. It was on Raw. She was in, in oh, the instant town. Yeah, it was a pandemic Raw. That's right. Yeah. Oh before my before God, she yes. said, before she signed with AEW before she signed with AEW. Okay, I'd have to. That pan, those pandemic raws were yeah. wild though. Like, I, I, I watched I watched uh, the pay per views. I watched like that WrestleMania, the Drew McIntyre season. That yeah. was the biggest fan over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was rough, buddy. That was a bad time. I couldn't watch. I couldn't even watch Impact. I was like, this is bad because they're not even putting a crowd out in the ring. There's like yeah. no one there. Right. Oh man, but one thing I want to say about this match, so. That fucking double knees that Riho threw the Jamie. Oh my god, it looked oh. like oh, oh yeah, it looked, it rough. looked oh, it looked rough. I, Jamie took it like a woman, man. Like a, oh man, I could I could hear Titus O'Neil in my head screaming, "Call nine one one!" Sugar honey iced tea. Sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> the best and the worst part of WrestleMania, besides yeah. the uh, costume. Oh, yes. Love it. Love it. All right. Then we get to talk about this segment because this segment didn't happen. Okay. Oh, shit. Let me send uh, Bruce the link real quick. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. You know Bruce is going to be. He loves this. You want to talk about entertainment? This guy was entertainment. He was funny. There you go. There's your entertainment. MJF Day. He even got, I don't know who was he, the mayor? Who, who, who was that guy? He the got mayor him. of Long Island or something? He got pulled back. That dude, I don't think he was the mayor. Long Island, I mean, who's from the East Coast? You guys are East Coast. Where I don't even know where Cage is from. Where are you from, Cage? I'm from the East Coast, uh, Jersey Philly area. Okay, so I'm not going to speak out of turn, but Long Island isn't exactly a city. It's uh prefecture yeah. with a bunch of cities inside of it. It's, it's a borough. Oh. Man, it's a shame De Niro isn't here. He'd know better. But yeah, well, no, I mean, like yeah, Long Island has cities on it. It's a area. Like it's an island. Yeah. Oh, like a county, island. like a, a county. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it has like cities in it, but it's not like, you, the mayor is not mayor of like the entire. You don't have a mayors of county. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Okay, there you go. Yeah, mayor of county. Yeah, party of. The- he, he's not a mayor of a county that doesn't exist. So I don't mm. know what that guy is represented but i know that he was not liked and apparently he's corrupt as fuck which is exactly why mjf brought him on <laughs> <laughs> he knew he knew what he was doing <laughs> i love that about him um you don't have any graphics from this uh segment do you ivan i could get some or i could get some for okay, sure on let me see if i could mjf i don't know how to dynamite segment i guess let me see if i can pull this up Hashtag MJF Day. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. MJF An day. actual MJF Day. Not somebody saying it, it was it, somebody's it, day. It, 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 it's official too. He did get it. Let me see. I oh, okay. I do have the picture. I can't. Okay. There's I have not really it. a lot that I can find here. Let me see. I, I have it here. I, do, I do I need to mention Grandma actually put it on the top rope calendar as a yearly Hold event? Hold on. I got, I got it. I got it. I got it. April 5th, we have to take off for MJF There's something I'm specifically looking for. Yes, this is, this is, this oh, there it is. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, okay, Oyster Bay. Hold on. Oyster Bay Town Hall, Monday. Okay, Frank Joseph Saladino and his mother, Craig Clay. Okay. Okay. Don't say who he is. Don't say who he is. You got it? Almost. Okay. Let me know when you do second. Proclaim. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't know where. To, yeah, Oyster Town. Max is I, right though. That key was a lot smaller when he first got it. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he definitely did. Let's Tell see. me if I'm crazy, but this is a missed opportunity. Where's my OBS here? I have it. Oh, I, yeah, I, have it. I moved it because I was watching fights. There we go. 
How come? Okay, so you know who's involved in this particular MGF angle? It's Sammy. It's Darby. Darby. And Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy. And yep. Jungle Boy was hidden as a, as a as a drummer, essentially, right? He was hidden up on the top of the stage. Yep. Yeah. How the fuck was Darby and Sammy not underneath these fucking tables and attack him when he ran back? <laughs> Sammy was getting ready for a match, and Darby I don't was care. busy pretending to be Sting up in the ramp. Yes. Don't care. Don't care. It was an attack. They could have. He would have been fine. He would have been able to attack MJF and still have the match. I was watching for movement. I'm like, oh, for sure, Darby and, and someone. But they're small. I'm thinking of the, the logistics. They're small enough to fit underneath those fucking the Elder Scrolls. It's, yeah. <laughs> Where did my uh my my I don't even know where my browser went to talk to you guys, but uh yeah, missed opportunity. That's just gonna be that's just gonna be the director square for the rest of the night. I got it. I'm not sure it is. My screen is wild right now. I got like five tabs and two videos. And I gotta leave in one hour, so we got this. We're almost done. We're almost done. We're good. I'm not Russian. I'm Irish. Well, yeah, I mean, this segment was entertaining, was the best. Night, I guess for MJF, we could say for sure. Uh, of course, we did see Jungle Boy got booted the hell out of that. You know, hey, well, you're a Long Island. What do you expect? And then him asking everybody for, did the, the the one place where this here can become a face just because he's in his hometown. And, and, the, and the way it's funny how he's like, oh yeah, come on guys, clap it, you deserve it. And then you got everybody. You deserve it. And then you got everybody saying, hey, come on guys, ADD. Yo, I'm like, oh come on, but like, okay, ADD. MJ have really made this fun. It, and congratulations for him having the proclaim MJF day. Good for him. Um, but sorry, you're not the tribal chief. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet at yeah, all. Yeah, but the tribal chief don't have his own day. <laughs> oh, it's, it's unless chief you're Devin and you just make it up out of thin air. Yeah. Oh, it's tribal chief day. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> you better watch this. Guy. You better watch it. I don't know about. Uh huh. <laughs> Every day, still okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I like what you said, director. It should have. It should have been. Uh, Love it. Jungle Boy, as no Darby and Sammy in those two tables. Yeah, and when been... Jungle Boy attacked him, he ran back to the ring because he had nowhere to go. There's no, you know, he can't go towards Jungle Boy. Runs yeah, back to the ring, block. and that's when Jungle. That's when Darby and Sammy attack him. I, I did, by the way, Nate. <laughs> I loved it. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, there's nothing much I could say. I don't know if you guys said it. I'll, whoever wants to take it, I, there's nothing much. Man, can can I, yeah, I didn't really. Can I, uh, can I just add? Can I just add? I think at this point, MJF missed his calling as like a lounge act in Vegas. I mean, Jesus Christ, that song and dance routine. I'm amazed, I'm amazed that pennies from heaven didn't just rain down on all the pores in the cheap seats at MJF's behest while he was singing. He pulled that off with Jericho. So, yeah, that's not his first foray. Into yeah, no, it's not. But I mean, like, this one might have been better than this. And this is kind of supposed to be a sequel to that. Yeah, the Jericho yeah, one was choreographed yeah. and rehearsed and edited. And this recorded, yeah. yeah. This was all live, and he killed it. Like, we all know Max can sing. We've all seen the Rosie O'Donnell clip, but he killed <laughs> it. <laughs> he has a good voice, by the way. He does have a good voice, for sure. And yeah. I love that I can bring that up, because Bruce doesn't let me talk about it on our show. <laughs> like, don't you mention Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't want you to compare him to Rosie O'Donnell, really. He doesn't want me to bring up the old clip where 
young Max sang on her show. <laughs> hey, he got a good voice though for you know almost want to be Dean Martin kind of like the Rat Pack type of style. I like it. It was, it was not bad. Hey, not Sinatra would be proud. Maybe. I know. <laughs> It, it, well, I, and for me, it's a little, kind of a hard stuff, you know. No, I don't. I don't mean for the layman. I mean for like professional singer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. That's true. yeah that's, that is. True. It's pretty much just a, a talking voice, just with melody. That, mm-hmm. that is. That is true. <laughs> oh, that's, let's see what big girl MJF was missing. Stevie, Stevie Griffin. <laughs> Good call, big thing. Oh, so yeah. MJF would have been Brian, is what you're saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it, love it. Make it I knew with this one, listening to you guys a couple weeks ago, we wondered the first segment how they were going to stretch this out for two months to make it to the pay per view because that's that would be the smart thing to do, have a fatal four way. And I, I kind of like what they're doing. They're mm-hmm. showcasing each guy kind of each week. Yeah, more so, Jungle Boy is the focal point right now where they show, showcased him last week. He wrestled. MJF came out and did his thing with Jungle Boy. This week, they were getting into it after this whole sing-along, and Jungle Boy attacked him. Walk Here comes walking out Sammy Guevara, grabs the belt, looks at Jungle Boy, kind of punks him out, then looks at MJF and kind of gives him the title and said what he had to say. He had his match against yeah. Commander. The match was very good, very fun. Well, let's Show- get into it. Now that you brought it up, yeah. let's get into that. Showcase match. Sammy Guevara. Uh, you got a lot of high flying from Commander, but this was just a way to build up Sammy now. You already built up Jungle Boy. You're building up Sammy. You had Darby and the Raptors. And next week's going to be his thing because he's going to wrestle uh, Swerve. Uh, that was a thing on uh, Rampage. Nice Sammy Swerve. Swerve. Yeah, and he got attacked by Brian Cage, who apparently is with Swerve now, or helping Swerve. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, but but I, but with uh, with Darby, it's always the thing. He he's always the guy that has to fight tooth and nail to get what he wants because he's always he mentioned that in the promo. He's little because he's little, <laughs> and he never had the money. He had to always work the hardest to get to get to where he is now. So that's what they're showcasing on TV now. And this is the whole April right now. They're trying to build all three guys to show them worthy the the face MJF. I hope they don't wait waste this on like a May dynamite and then have a month of building up a new guy. I, I hope they continue this. I'm glad that they're not doing the trials. And this is just him watching them and them showcasing themselves. But they got a little bit more, more worth to do. And I'm interested to see how they're gonna prolong this. Two double or nothing, but I like what I see so far. I like how they're kind of taking it week by week, not rushing things, not throwing everybody at us at once. They're kind they're of telling stories. Yeah, this guy, this <laughs> week, this guy that week, they're still showcasing all four of them by just oh, he's watching here and he's watching here, but they're they're kind of like piecing it up each week. It's yeah. a good method to keep MJF's. They're basically like delaying his title reign. Sense, yeah, but this, this, or this is a clever way to do that because he gets one title defense every three months. But if you're gonna have four contenders and each one of them gets a week, you know, for something, so yeah, that's definitely what they're doing. And I, I don't hate it, no, 
thought I thought originally they were going to be like, oh, Jungle Boy, oh, he's going to get a title shot here, and then two weeks, oh, this is going to be Sammy. I was like, please don't no, do that. No, and, I don't think we're going but, there. But they they took they took that away, and I'm like, okay, I like this instead. You know, I like this. Yeah, I'm with you. I like this too. I like the, the whole buildup because now, like you know, Don mentioned, yeah, they're, they're, they're telling stories. Finally, Finally, Tony Khan, you're finally, you know, you're you're listening to us. You watch us. I know you are because you talked from last night. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. This but shit. you will. You will because <laughs> we need you to start booking and. Whoever's on your ear, I hope it's Pat Buck who's there because he is a former writer of WWE and he knows how it works. Jeff to tell you <laughs> that too. And yes, I will give Jeff Jarrett credit because TNA days, Impact days. I'm not. That's why uh, they brought him in, man. Yeah, and he great. And he great. Yeah, he, he's great behind the scenes, but he ain't great in wrestling. I'll tell you that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Keep him out of the. Keep him away from he, the ring. He, he's he's there for the international deal. Uh, yeah, he's just there for the international deal and hopefully maybe part of creative. That's fine. But, yeah, I, I, we'll see. I know Big Nick asked, was this involved like Wembley? We'll get into Wembley because after yeah. after this, we're going to get into it. But quickly, wow. this, this match for me, it, enjoyable. Love Commander. He sh- yeah. Man, if you if you go back and watch the Ring of Honor Supercard, him and Ico the Bikino, holy shit. Holy shit. You want to talk about Yeah, Arrow? please hit it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... Yes. Man, yes, yes. Such good shit. That's great Commander, shit. man. Shout out to Commander. And, hope, and you know what? We are going to see him. PCW Ultra coming April 22nd. Commander is coming and we will be there. Of course, the director and I. Hopefully, the director is not booked for the twenty second because he hasn't gone to pieces of, of, of what, what month? This month of April. Uh, I got a tattoo appointment. I promise you. I'll Damn it, that Jesus Christ! See, this man book. I will fucking show it to you on right here. Hold on. <laughs> I, I believe you. I we believe you, man. We believe you. Yourselves. Tattoos <laughs> are important. God damn it, take him with you. Take him with you. On the twenty third. Oh, they gave able to call him. Finally, let's cut up. Oh, he goes. It and is decided. It is decided. Is that, that is a uh, Sunday. Sunday. It's a Sunday. Sunday. So Sunday. 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 Yes. And not only that, Shane Douglas won't be at PCW, so you get to oh. maybe interview him. Oh. 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 Like pat, patch it Former into the XPW heavyweight champion. Former ECW heavyweight franchise, baby. Three times. <laughs> You see him? Yeah, you're gonna see him in person, talk to him, and shake his hand. What's, what's going on? Take a picture of him. But oh, yes, we're gonna see we're gonna see Commander as well uh, on PCW. It's gonna be fantastic to see. But that this motherfucker does slow motion, high flying crossbody moves like that. That for that Phoenix Flash was slow. That, that Phoenix was so fucking awesome. That Springboard oh. Phoenix from the it was an um Asahi style too. Which oh, I yes. love. I love that Asahi style. I used to do that when doing leg drop, which is not as cool as a fucking Phoenix Flash. But I'd go from the outside onto the ring and do like a 180. Like, you know, Rob Van Dam's 180. Uh, it was like a 180 leg drop. Yeah, like the corkscrew leg drop. Right, but I would do it 180 style from the outside in. And yeah, I, I did it by accident. It was supposed to be a moonsault. I got scared, turned into a leg drop, almost took the guy's fucking head off. Sorry, Street Profit. Not Street Profit. Um, um, Ricochet? Yeah, that was his name. That was his Street scene. That was his name. Oh, okay. street scene. Okay. You don't. No one knows him. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> we, we, street, street style. Have... Street style. My bad. 
Okay. Freestyle. Okay. But y'all, well, go ahead, direct to take it away for the match. Give a break, a break. Yeah, uh, obviously a great match. These guys can't go wrong in any match they're in against each other or other people. The story is that people fucking hate Sammy no matter what. <laughs> now it was Long Island, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. And but I do love the chance of he pulls off a six spot, and they're like, "We still hate you." Yeah, <laughs> I love that. You that still is, suck. That is, that is, yeah, that is an ECW crowd right there. That is like it really is. I, I love that about the East Coast. Um, but yeah, great match and uh, Commander definitely needs to get that AEW Elite banner up. I don't think he's had one yet. I think he's still Not yet. free agenting around, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like Sammy. Just because you have a hot wife doesn't mean I'm gonna fucking hate you. And just because you talk shit on Eddie Kingston, call him fat piece of shit. I'm a fat piece of shit. I get it, man. It's all good. We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love that logic. I love it. Love it. <laughs> I got a hot wife. Sammy's the same type. Of, yeah, it's all good, man. Like, good job. They're not a piece of shit. Don't relax. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a lovable papi chulo. You're, you're a sexy beast. You're, you're a sexy vegan beast. Remember oh, that. Yeah. Yes, fact. you are. That's a fact. And you rock hard, okay? Thank yes, you. Rock fact. Hard. That's right. Harder than, than juice. baby. Harder than juice. Harder than juice. Yes. Definitely yes. Well, go ahead, deal him. Break it down. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't hate on Sammy for having a hot wife with a fat ass. I do too. So that's just, <laughs> uh, there's, there, I appreciate your taste, and and the match itself was amazing. I can't really put anything to it uh, that these guys didn't. I will add a couple of things in by saying, number one, Sammy said on Dynamite what Cody should have said on fucking Raw. Okay, he literally grabs the mic and says, MJF, you're talking about you beat me? You didn't beat me, bitch. Sean Spears in a chair beat me. You didn't do shit. (laughs) Take that, edit it, put it in Cody voice, and change it to solo. That's what he should have (laughs) said. And and the fact that he just said, I don't give a... He literally looked at the Long Island crowd with a mic and said, I don't give a shit if you like me or not. (laughs) Oh, Lord. You have to hit yourself. How hard do you have to hit someone for it to effectively get him down for a count without breaking your fucking thumb off? Because even this—that's why it's wrapped. That's still, that's still, that still just means the bone is just now even more aligned. Yeah, now it's even more straight yeah. and, and unbendable. So, but you but catch it's still him in the neck though. Straight down. You ever catch a football? So give. <laughs> oh my god, he is. And he hits that him. In the, he's right here, like that. I don't know, man. So, well, well Umaga used to aim for the neck. I'm just Ooh. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, uh, Escúcheme. Mi nombre es Armando. Estrada. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> but it was it was a tremendous match and and I know Nick brought something up about Wembley and I and Bruce and I kind of called uh, kind of said mark the calendar last night. I think we're going to get a four pillars match at all in in Wembley. Okay. Was that not the plan already to have all of them in this? Well, the, I don't know because Wembley just became a thing for all in. No, in I know, all, but the plan, so the plan was to have Maybe it was to do it at like Net, like next month at the paper at double or at I double think, or nothing. No, I, but think, I think now we're gonna get all four of them in Wembley because right, that but I mean, be... like, I thought this, I thought this whole time the plan was to have all four of them at least in a match together. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, no, we're I, definitely going to get that. I, I think the match, just move the venue because it'll right. be a bigger international venue. I think the match still happens. Right, if you have nothing. Three, four, yeah, four people from America in mm. Wembley, that would definitely sell. Okay. I mean, uh, let's, well, let's get into that segment. I mean, um, Bakley, do you have anything else to add to this match before we move to the Wembley's one? No. I, I, no. Just like I said, I thought the match was good. I just think the, the, the Pillars match is going to be a double nothing. Okay, I think I think so too. So now mm-hmm. it's talking about it. Yeah, Tony. Is Ron. it called all in or is it called all out? They it's, all called, in. it's right there. It's right there. You see the middle. All scene, in. Right? Tony Khan literally was saying all out though, and I was like, "What the fuck's all out?" He said all in. He said Did all he? in, dude. Yeah. I swear. And who the fuck <laughs> was saying all out. I swear yeah. to God, he said all in. Oh. Yeah, but all right. And speaking, he is. We, we are gonna have all out too. So we got all in. We got forbidden door. Or no, double or nothing. Forbidden door. All in, all out. You We're can't do that to me. You can't have. So there isn't it. There is a pay per view called All Out. And, and, can't do that. and don't forget Grand Slam and Grand Slam. That's fine, but I mean, like all in and all out. You cannot have. That's he's, like having like he's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. At least I think he's doing it. Not creative marketing. Don't call you people. I don't know about all that, but you cannot have. I think we all have to. You can't have a backlash and a front slash. <laughs> Join us after Backlash for Eyelash. Eyelash. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you can say it's the constant breaker all in in England and then all out and put everything all out after that. I guess in Chicago, if they're going to have it, that's what normally is in Chicago. What was a great last year with uh, All Out? It was too long, too many matches. There was like 16, 17 Fuck matches. Oh, and yeah. I went to like two in the and what, morning. What can you do? What can you do with this now? You can cut Shorter. it in half. Have yep. eight matches on all in, eight matches on all out. You spread the wealth between both venues. That makes yep. sense. That makes sense. And now yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna bring up Brian's question because he asked, so I told him yeah. we're gonna get back to his question. So we didn't forget it. it. We didn't forget. We didn't forget you, Brian. No, so, never, yeah. Brian. Never. See, there you go. The question for the crew: How would you book AEW show at Wembley Stadium? They have Jamie Hayter as a women's champion, and hopefully, can borrow Will Osprey and Zack Zomber Jr. from New Japan. I think they could too. It is a good question because we don't know. Could they? Could they sell it out like this? SummerSlam 1992? Can they bust a stadium that huge to sell out? That is a tough question, to be honest. Maybe okay. I'll answer very quick. Maybe so. Maybe you could do this for sure by bringing, of course, Will Osprey, Zach Zombie. That's yes. a fact. That is a fact. That's I think if you Will Osprey all day, Aussie Open. Even though the Will Osprey is English, I believe, right? Or New Zealand? Well, Will, Will Osprey is English. Jamie right. Jay Lethal is definitely New Zealand. Uh yeah. Well, no. Jamie Hitter is, is English. Sorry, Jay White. I get him confused. Jay, Jay White. White yeah. Is Ooh, nice. But but. But Osprey is England. He is England. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and this guy uh, too, who became all elite now. I love this, yeah. Nigel, my yes. man. Love it. Guy. You, you already know what I'm thinking about uh, Wembley. I, you got you to do the rematch between Kenny Omega and Raw Osprey for that IWGP US yeah. Championship. You yeah. do yeah, that there. Gator and Soraya. You need to bring it home. You need to have Soraya. Soraya is going to win there. Figure out a way to get Will Ospreay versus Soraya is going to win the title against Jimmy Hader in Wimbledon. Can oh. you imagine that fucking story? That would be like yes. Becky Lynch beating Charlotte in Dublin. 
Wow. Oh, wow. That would be fucking awesome. That would be. That would be, be perfect. You think MJF in Long Island is like Bizarro Land? Wait till no, you get Soraya, Soraya, Soraya Sriracha in, in England. <laughs> From just that story, that story alone, that story of Soraya fucking coming through two retirements, mm-hmm. a, yeah. a, a shitty movie, and now an AEW. A to win the title movie. in her hometown in the biggest stadium in her country. You can't beat that. Yeah. Just, just think of the fact that you could, if they wanted to do this, they could have... At Forbidden Door, you could do Mercedes against Hater. Mm-hmm. I have a banger match there to build that momentum into Hater and Soraya. Yeah, I'm with the left player. The Japanese title, like she doesn't have to put that belt on the no, on the line. no, no, she doesn't have to. There's a lot that they could do, and but like I said, like you can plug and play that, make that the big match at Wembley or with the Osprey and Kenny Omega, and it keeps you, like I said, I want at All Out, I want Adam Cole versus MJF for the title, and that's where you have Adam Cole Ooh. win the title uh, there and make that the main event of the All Out uh, portion of both shows. You split, that, things, you split things up. Not only that, you could have TMDK versus the uh, uh, black I love that they're around. Oh, right. TMDK oh. versus BCC. How Brian Donaldson, Seth Jr. We never got it at, at Forbidden Door last year. Remember, we were supposed we to get need, it last we year. We were supposed to, we and, to and Claudio it. had to step in. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> oh, this is such good. Give me what I want. Give no, me what no. I want. There it is. <laughs> we need that. Okay, if and the way and, and the way you and the way you can build to that is have that one on one with Zach Saber and Brian Danerson at Forbidden Door, and that yeah. could be a storyline to move it into like a, to DK to uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, so can we all can we all answer this question? You think they could by doing yeah. adding these additionals? You think they could? Yeah. Does everybody agree? Everybody agrees on that? Yeah. Yeah. Was she out here the whole time? Okay. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Then we can move I on mean, for sure. And, and London is just getting, you know, the chance to actually get back out and go to these type yeah. of events. And we're and getting seen... the first AEW event in Wembley is gonna have them pack that fucking place. You're right. And I, and I don't want right, to say, right. I don't want to say it, but they can have the event, but it doesn't mean that they're gonna use the whole venue. I feel like they could cut it, cut it in half if they wanted to because we've seen that happen. If they want, we, yeah. we saw SummerSlam with Tennessee, Nashville, where they only used half yes, of I mean, the, the, the stadium. What? How many Clash at the Castles have we had? One, right? Yeah. Place was packed to the fucking rafters. It's not like yeah. you need a big, you know, right. historic pay per view to show up. You just need a big company to show up. And if yeah. AEW is coming for the very first time. And they've booked some people from, you know, the area on the show. It's going to get packed just like Clash did. When is WWE going to go to London? They're going it's, for a- there July 1st with Money in the Bank. Yeah. There you go. And, and then this right. is August 27th. What a fucking coincidence. Like right after this shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whoever, people are watching this or listening to us in London, you're going to be spending a lot of good money because you're going to be going to Money in the Bank 
and all in. Oh, I know. He is, yeah, you get to I know my man. My man Peter is working extra shifts over there trying to get ticket money because oh, yes. all this shit is coming. <laughs> oh man! And for sure, we're gonna see this guy headline commentating for sure. Nigel mm-hmm. McGuinness yes. is gonna take over, and I'm happy that Nigel's there. And I hope we'll see we'll, we'll, now that he's part of Ring of he's Honor true. crew commentary team. So and, he, oh, yeah. and, and they've done a great job adding him on and, and working as a good trio. Him, Ian, and Caprice. Okay. Is that what they're doing? Because I was worried about Caprice when he yeah, showed because, up. And uh, I like Caprice Coleman. I've been, I I've been, because I've been wondering how they were going to do it because of, they were doing the the tapings in Orlando. But the way they've done it is they taped a couple episodes on Wednesday after Dynamite. And then they taped a couple episodes before Rampage. They did a couple of tapings beforehand. Okay. Okay. So I think, that, I think that they're going to be doing a lot of tapings before and after the programs. I hope so. We'll see. Speaking of programs, what about this program here? FTW Championship. Hook, of course, versus Ethan Page. And why does Ethan Page have to come out first? After the commercial break, he comes out. He's already in the fucking ring. See, man, this is why I digress about the booking. Tony Khan, (laughs) they're making this Oh, he's getting like, better. He's getting better. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> something like that might be a TV time uh, allotted. Issue. Yeah. That could yeah. be too. That could be, that could be too. Uh, they might have gone over like, here and there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, LSP, yeah, like MJF took over what? He took, he, his, the segment was over 15 fucking minutes at least. Yeah, the song alone was six minutes. <laughs> so he took most of that time. And then, okay, I finally get to see Hook got his ass whooped finally. Cause we hardly see that shit. Mm. I'm glad that he kind of got a whooping, and and he sold. I, you know, I'm impressed. Hook can fat fucking sell. Cause I've been dying to see him sell. Not selling like that one guy from Bear Country couldn't sell that that fucking uh that whatever driver that he was given. He got up like, no man, you're mm-hmm. not your father. You're not Taz. There's only one Taz. Damn it. No, 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 no. But I'm glad that he at least learned something here. But even though we saw, <laughs> mm-hmm. wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. There you go. Survive if I let you. <laughs> I didn't have a towel, so we'll figure it out. Oh man, but I have a towel back here. No, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All I can tell you is that. At least we get to see Hook do something, and then we saw Matt Hardy turn and turning on Ethan Page. For all, oh, I, I wonder was I don't know what happened. I got to see Rampage and what happened. It was like about his contract. What happened to that contract? Was it a firm on it? Well, what? the, the yeah. contract is only like you have to hang out with us, but you don't have to help us. Is <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> Weird. You don't have to walk out to our music with us, but you don't have to help us. I guess it's a stipulation because that's what happened. Yeah. Protected loss for Ethan Page. Uh, hmm. I'm cool with the way this worked out because I think Ethan Page still can be a future pillar in his own right. As you know, I definitely see Intercontinental title or international TNT, title. All, TNT, all TNT, not Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see him running with that shit. I would be totally cool if he got enough mm-hmm. heat. Um, and Hook retains <laughs> the the second ever defense of that title. Right. <laughs> the first one's him winning it. 
I mean, it's not a real title. He doesn't have to defend it. You know, it's still real to me. Damn it! I know, me too, me too, man. <laughs> it's still real to me. The FTW title. Oh my god! That FTW title means so much to me, man. <laughs> we'll see, I, mean, I mean, there's something much. I don't know if you guys could add on to it, but nope, that's um, it. Yeah, I mean Matt Hardy's like he Matt Hardy's swerve was like the greatest swerve that nobody gave a shit about. Yeah, yeah. Like with all due respect to Matt Hardy, like it, it, he he just he looked like he was just starting to like get with the program with Ethan. You know, like he was starting to he, they were starting to be buddies, well, was, and all of a sudden he just was, turned was, on. Him. I think it was unintentionally turning Ethan face, and I don't think they wanted that. Maybe yeah, that, was, that was I guess. Point. But it was just weird, man. It was like, okay, I don't care, but okay. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, and then just like he said, they were making Ethan look like he was buying in. He was having fun with them when before he was like, it's all about me. Yeah, it's I me. gotta get on there. But then with this and Matt Hardy buying in, and then uh, Cassie buying in, it was more so, oh, hey, the buying in, let me join in, blah, blah, blah. Where he's supposed to be a heel, not buying in. He's supposed to be making life a living hell for them. And here he is actually enjoying it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll see, man. We'll see how this one, but want to move on because we're almost there. We got two more to go, which is this is one of them. Look, I I know Chris is happy when he saw this. I know he was happy last week. <laughs> yeah. I got two I know he was. He wasn't the only I one. Two. I got two. Yeah, no, yeah. He was happy with this one. What happened last week, the whole hero turn. Uh, Kenny, you know director went fucking ape shit, and he did. He went netty, and he, I know he went netty on this segment too. With you know, all of my family, and then I'm right here with them. But this is my family here. We're professional wrestling, and now seeing the other one, we're professional wrestling of America. He's at the whole North America. Like, damn, okay, he's talking. He's pretty much talking shit. I guarantee you, yep. Tony Khan told him. Hey, I want you to say this. Can you say this, please? Bash WWE, bash on WrestleMania. I know he told him to say that. And I know you did, Tony Khan. It's not bullshitting because I know you did. Because Brian does love Vince. Regardless or not, he does love Vince. That's what he did for him. But this is the heel Brian that we're seeing. This is the – can we get this man? Please give us this man. Fickle. They're fickle. Yep. Give Only us now it's amateur. Amateur. <laughs> amateur. 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 <laughs> Same energy. I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. I love it. I I, I love this and see him attack. And then Adam Hangman, where the fuck was Dark Order? Where I mean, right? The like were they in the, the hospital? Well, still? Yeah. Like, the elite. Maybe? Where were they? I don't know, but Jesus. Look, one thing I'll give a botch though. That fucking screwdriver botch was horrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know if, he, if you guys look at it again. He didn't even touch him. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. I, I think I think you the know, lead not Brian, being there was. Brian don't know a whole lot about getting extreme. He's a very good wrestler. Well, yeah, he's not, he, he's a professional wrestler. He's he not didn't know a whole lot think, about getting extreme. I think the lead not being there was to prolong the story because you got that thing with Kenny and Hangman, and he wanted to kind of continue with Don Cow. So it's like they're fighting on the same side. But you got two people that are being pulled apart by one guy and Don Cass, who last week kind of funny, he truly got hurt getting pushed down and he truly was bleeding. It wasn't like an accident that actually <laughs> right. was it was a, a true was thing hard that happened. Way type shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so 
it's okay, like take, take I think a thing that where where we thought maybe Don Callis was gonna pull him apart, it was like a small ploy to get them back together. Like, oh, he's pulling them apart, but here's a team that's attacking them. So then Don Callis is gonna put that on the back burner for now, and we're gonna see all of the elite. We're gonna see a four and four. Like we have to talk about blood and guts with the women. Which I think we get. Have? I think we get it with this: the Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite Four on Four. I'd be down for that. All we right, can do both. Take it away, <laughs> You know, I, I do love what what Brad said about Nigel joining the BCC and taking Regal's role. It's like, oh, holy shit! Especially going into Wembley. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I, I I love I love this combat club. This is what they should have been all along, just beating people down left, right, center. That's why nobody was there. They killed Dark Order. They killed the elite. They put Don Callis in the hospital. Everybody they come across ends up going to the hospital. They're lucky they aren't they aren't in a fucking morgue. It's amazing. <laughs> and finally, a full fledged. Heel Danielson. I know he played that little role when Hangman had the title, and it was cool, and I enjoyed it, but it was so quick. It felt a little fickle. Can I say that? Yes. <laughs> fickle, damn it. Fickle, yes. Fickle! <laughs> oh, yes. It, it and now cool. Amateur has that same fucking energy, man. It, 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 same tone, same inflection, everything. I'm in. I'm waiting for, like... Uh, I'm serious. We we could do blood and guts. We could have the elite versus Blackpool Combat Club, and then put some women in right after it because all the matches they have bleeding up to blood and guts are horrible anyway. <laughs> That's very very true. Oh man, yeah, wonderful. Right, none of this. Here's some shit that was supposed to be on AEW Dark, but we got nothing else. So we're gonna put it out. We're gonna put it out here before the match. No, no, just give us another one. Drop the cage again. <laughs> Director, I know you're happy. You got your fickle Brian almost there. Yeah, Amateur. that's the only thing I care about in this. Uh, Black, I don't really care much about Blackpool as an entity yet. They have nothing. They're not doing anything original for me. This is kind of just like Nexus. That's just showing up and beating people up. Nexus. Um, Nexus, Nexus wishes Nexus. they were this good. Hey. <laughs> no, I just mean. I mean, I literally. Nexus had Ryback. I rest my case. <laughs> Coming out of the audience, beating people up. Getting on the mic. That's Nexus, man. It is what Oh, it you is. mean like right. the shield. Okay, we could do that. Sure, <laughs> but yeah, don't, don't, shield, don't use but... the N-word. <laughs> um, Not that and yeah, and I'm, I'm going to close it. I agree. And Brian really Luda is a little shit. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, hey, but I'm, I, hey, we're gonna, we might get the city stampede with them and the elite. I think that's going to start off there and then, then the blood and guts to end the story. Uh, between you have to make sure that that's at a stadium with a field, though, because one thing about Daly's place is it has the in ring arena and the Jaguar Stadium attached to it. So, mm -hmm. a place like Wembley does not, it's a tennis court essentially that does not have a field play to have the ring and the field separate. That's so, you got to make sure the stadium matches that. That's mm. why I think blood and guts, and where you can just have the, the cage come down. That's true. Yeah. They could do that. I mean, they did it for Mania, they could do it for this yeah, one. Have Wembley. space for a second ring. They're this this <laughs> That too, they could do a world war. Hey, broadcast, what's going on? Australia, hey, man, Tom. Morning, broadcast. In morning, the future, broadcast. As in always, the best friend, our boy Tom. And then finally, the last wow. one to close it out here, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, the title versus career for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. The Guns defending the tag team titles versus FTR. FTR loses. They're gone. They're they're out of AEW. 
But no, it wasn't the case. They are now once again. Let me remind everybody, they're two-time AEW Tag Team Champions. Not one time, they're two-time. Two-time. Because I know the first one doesn't count for everybody, but this, I feel like it does because that match between them and Young Bucks, great. And the books. Uh, oops. But this one in the book, yep, and then we can find it after the books. And this one, too. By the way, shout out to the guns uh, for coming out to what was that? The, the music they came out to, I forgot. Jeez. Many men, many men, many men, many men. How many men do they like? Many, many, apparently. many, many. <laughs> they like many men. <laughs> there you go. Fuck right back. <laughs> yep. Nobody likes right back over here. I'm with you. That. I'm We're all with you. But man, yeah, it was a good matchup, great storytelling. What's in the FTR? I don't know. Maybe now they can help elevate the tag team division since the trios division been focused so much long. Director mentioned that a while back. So I think maybe we can see that. Uh, I don't know what's next for the guns. Maybe a trilogy between FTR, possibly. I don't know. But throw, throw in the titles back at double or nothing. Uh, okay, that's fine. But you know what? Shout out to the guns. Billy's happy for his kids. They're at least getting, they made a minute. They fucking made a minute. A dynamite. Kudos to them. Congratulations. Right? Not bad for transitional bad. champions, right? Not bad. <laughs> Not bad for transitional champions, that's for sure. But hey, man, hey, hey, if you're going to have a heel team, they're getting here reactions from people. At least they're mm-hmm. getting no, no reactions. People are truly hating them and they're doing their job. And they that's made the it. And this was a storyline. They told a story here from before FTR left in December. Because they're the ones who beat them, put them on the shelf storyline wise, and said we got rid of them, and then they came back when they won the title. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of poetic justice for FTR to come back and put their careers on the line uh, to try and win the titles, and they did it, even though it was kind of awkward doing it with the roll up. Yeah, but um, yeah, but continue, Bakley. What do you? What do you? Think? I- I liked the, I liked the match. I liked the fact that they had FTR win. I was hoping they wouldn't lose, and then we had this unknown with them. So it was the perfect idea to do it. I still think it was a way to put the belts on FTR, make people happy. But then now you can have the trilogy. You it's one one now, and uh, the former champions get the rematch. They do it at double or nothing. And I feel like that's why I feel like you got to put it back on. Uh, the the guns. I feel like that's the the right thing to do here, because they're doing a great job with the two months that they had. They're good on the mic. They get people uh, mad that they're the champions. And FTR doesn't need the belts. It's a good uh, thing to give them the belts back. But I feel like the guns had something going, and I feel like that's what the Tony Khan's going to do. Okay. All right. D O M. Man, I'm telling you, this match had me like fish hooked. Uh, I mean, all throughout, I'm on the edge of my seat, like, oh shit, no, no, who? Okay, okay. You know, like, like when I can never remember their names, but when Ass Boy Number One is distracting the ref, <laughs> and Ass Boy Number Two hits Dax with the title, it rolls him up real quick. I'm like, no, and he kicks out a tool. Oh thank god! <laughs> <laughs> like the whole time, oh. It, it was it was it was a it was a fantastic match. They, the in ring psychology was top notch, which you expect from FTR. But even the guns, I mean, like they've 
they've come a long way and they've been mixed up with FTR since back when they were dressing as them in the crowd holding cardboard championships. So this is, you know, become quite the heated rivalry. And I kind of liked that FTR squeaked by on like a sunset flip, no less. Like one of the most generic moves in pro wrestling history. I'm going to hit you with a sunset flip. Who gets a win off of that? They do. (laughs) (laughs) And not only that, like this just wrapped up because in a few days I watched, I watched the Lucha Bros pull the ROH tag titles with the Briscoe side plates. And that choked me up. Then I watched Sammy and Kevin win the tag titles in the home of PWG. and, And I had a tear in my eye for that. Then this, then this happens. I'm like, damn these allergies. Where's my Allegra? <laughs> <laughs> like it was a great fucking week for tag team wrestling. I mean, oh my god. <laughs> it, it definitely was. It was good. I'm was really happy for all these four individuals. I like FTR putting, you know, over the guns in the beginning of their careers. Uh and now where they're at too. You know, now, you know, you know, that's the whole point. You need to have heels like them. And they, you know, we want to be how you put us on seats. Make us hate them. And then, of course, we want to go there and, and tune in to see get their asses whipped. So I'm happy for FTR to stay. So, and funny thing is, just wanted to mention for passing the director. Um, after the off air, I don't know. I, I was showing for the picture, but I couldn't find it. Like, there was a, a poster or a picture that Tony, Vince McMahon fears Tony Khan. And Dax Hardwood <laughs> was holding it really yeah, up so- high in the fucking ring. I was like, wow, yep. First, we got Eric Bishop holding Vince fears WCW, and now this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I love it. I fucking love it, man. I, I am loving it. Director, break it down, brother. Were you, were you happy FTR State? Uh, yeah, um, because I didn't know how they were going to, I didn't know what was going to happen and destroy this match. Not only was how creative they were trying to get the guns were trying to get DQ'd to cause the loss and how, you know, the FTR were like, no, don't DQ them. Let it roll. That was the first story. But the second story was how attention to detail. They made sure the ref was on top of rules and the legal men. Because there was a segment where uh, one of the cons went for a DQ. And Hardwood's like, don't stop the match because of a DQ. It's okay. And then the ref goes, don't worry. He wasn't the legal man. So paying attention to those little dynamics within that storyline, I think, was also a story in itself. And that was super clever. I kind of did think that FTR was going to lose. I thought they were going to be put over in, uh, you know, full-time at Ring of Honor. I thought they were going to be the tag team to carry the brand over there. Which would sort of be an okay compromise for losing your AEW career in a sense. Uh, but I am pretty stoked that they won. And I was very surprised that that was a super short tag team title reign. I mean, the guns had it for like a month or two. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy that they're going to get TV time and they're back and they have belts again after losing five in a row. Um, so I'm curious how this storyline is going to move forward or if it's done, which I think it should be, it should be done. So, yeah. Like how Bakley said, unless they rematch them or nothing and the guns re- regain them. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe so. Or, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's next. There you go. <laughs> There's a picture. Oh, that's Vince funny. Fierce Tony Khan. Wow. That's yeah, High Class sent me that the other day. Uh, I was like, wow. <laughs> love that. 
But yeah, man, before we close it out here, one more thing. Yeah, this is the me show next week's dynamite, man. So we got this going on. Moxie Claudio versus Brandon Cutler. Michael Knight. Man, they gotta get their asses. This is the elite. This is I hope their life insurance is paid up, honestly. Is it gonna go back to the baby? Not gonna work here anymore. And then we got Swerve Strickland versus Darby Allen. I'm looking forward to seeing that match. Yeah, yeah this is going to be a banger. This is going to be a Death Valley driver from the top rope to the floor. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, these two, holy shit. And then you have, oh, Keith Lee versus Jericho Dude, for the first hey, time. Pull the camera back on me real quick. That's what happens when you get married. That's the last time you left. <laughs> See all of <laughs> Look at the picture, the Keith, Lee. picture of Keith Lee before me AM. I'm just saying. Right? <laughs> No, that's like, that's what like happens. He looks like Barack Obama post uh, post term when he just went blank on his first vacation. That's, that's, that's what happens when your wife doesn't get on WrestleMania. That's what happens <laughs> when, your, when your wife is in retribution. No, real talk. That's what happens when you run out of just for men. <laughs> Ask me how I know. Younger, which I love. I, I, this is gonna be. Well, a cool I mean, not younger than ever, but as young as ever. But yeah. That, yeah, that's so that that's gonna banger matchup, and then the main. I think this is gonna, be, gonna be crazy. Yeah, this is gonna wow. be crazy right here. Yeah, this Orange Cassidy, be the main event. Buddy Matthews. This should be the yes for the. Is that not the main event? Why is it being? Is there a, is there a match after this that you're gonna show? They only announced four matches. This yeah, is so only at four so far. It might be the main event then. But don't worry, this, that, this, this will probably open the show. Yeah, they'll probably open the show. Maybe so. Uh, I'll be I'll be shocked if it's fucking Nakazawa and Cutler main event and just because of the whole leading situation. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. There's gonna be that's, I'm gonna see that's some a curtain Dom jerker, Callis. is what that is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Some Don Callis fuckery for sure is gonna happen in that match. I don't know, you know, if it's gonna be the <laughs> official turn, but there's gonna be something like I said they'd be over here and they were over here. I don't know what happened. Type of shit from Don Callis. <laughs> exactly. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. But don't forget as well, you want to go see the director, Rock Hard. <laughs> Rock Hard. Go right here to the Secret of the Mile Festival. Be a hero. Catch Hardest this man the- in Lancaster, California. We'll be performing on Saturday, May 6th. He might do a double duty maybe Sunday. I don't know. He's probably going to. I don't know about that. that. You got to talk to my agent. I don't know about any of that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> that's very, very true. <laughs> But yes, catch the man there for sure. You can catch him there. And it's on one more thing I need you guys to do as well, because this is something very important. And I need you guys to do it. Go to this website. So it, go to your Instagram. Oh, yeah. Follow Blue Ridge Rock yeah. Fest. Follow Blue Ridge Rock Fest and vote for FDS, FDS Band Official. You see the, the course. Coach already, Coach Ray already did it. Thank Cage, love it. that. Of course, okay. we did it already. So, yeah. Yeah, go on there and and tag FDS beneficials so they can get on for the third year in a row to the Blue Ridge Rock Festival. They did it the last two years. Go there now. Put your votes in. Vote in for FDS band official, ladies and gentlemen, so we can see the director rock hard in that big stage right there. As you can see that, and he's done it twice already. He's gonna do it again. You guys want to look the profile once again? Blue Ridge, right here. That's right here. Blue Ridge Rock Fest. It's just to go and go to this right here where you see unsigned talent search. That you fan vote. Put in your votes now. Get the director there because he'll be there. Uh, what is uh, is it what October? It's like September. It's like late uh, autumn. Yes, yeah. September. Yeah, okay. 
That's perfect. Do it now, ladies and gentlemen. Get on there. Now. Do it now. Do it now. Get down. Do it there. now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So get that going. And yes, ladies and gentlemen. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to follow FDS as well. Follow them all over the social media platforms. See, our link tree is right there with FDS. To follow them. But we want to thank you so much for tuning in this two hours and 45 of Fantastic. We had to cover so much because we took a week, you know, pretty much we took some time off, mania week. We're mania out. So we had to let it out here for you guys in this Easter weekend. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Do not forget to also follow the director as well, Chris Kennedy Guitars. Yes, a lot is going. But also I want to go ahead and appreciate very much the D-O-M, the D-O-M. That's right. And the man with the IQ that we're going to see if his bet slips are, are right, which is, that's right. You go to the bloodlinenetwork.com so you can see the bets before the, the main card for UFC 287 as it's happening right now. Let me pull it up right there. I need Look to show that. it right Same there. Same to be well. <laughs> See, like, that was a good fight. I was watching that the whole time, and she was getting smoked for like uh, six minutes until she won the whole fight. Spoiler alert. Yes. So, yes, Bakley's <laughs> bet slips are there now. If you're going to make your bets, do your parlays for the UFC 287. Get that money. Go get that money. Go to bloodlinenetwork.com. Check out Bakley's bet slips as he has already all everything in store. What to bet on. He'll tell you the over and unders. Uh, it, wow. You, you broke it down. I can see that. Jesus. Of course he broke it down. Yes. What's his name? <laughs> spoiler, spoiler Sam Hughes won by decision. So cashed on both of those plus 220 and plus 325. Ching, ching. ching. <laughs> oh, man. Man, this, yeah. So Bakley got you there. Follow Cage by Q course. And then he's part of the Bloodline Entertainment Network, of course. And, of course, a DOM. Top rope wrestle talk on the Bloodline Network YouTube channel exclusively. Exclusively, <laughs> it's now officially now with Sick. that. Welcome. Yes, but ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your Easter weekend. But I'm gonna let Dom say, you know, what do you normally say, Dom? Enjoy. Oh, enjoy wrestling. If it's not your cup of tea, let somebody else drink it. If, yeah, if it's not your cup of tea, why you watch the show for two hours to, to get to that? <laughs> and they did, man. We, I can tell you that I want to appreciate the viewers and, and listeners, mainly the viewers. We have like it hasn't dropped mainly for the last two hours and a half. They've been here with us. Nah. Thank you, everyone in the chat. Thank you for Brian, Brian, Justin, King of Cleveland, Dalton, Brad. I'm gonna head up to LAX, so I'm gonna say goodbye now. I'll see Baby. you guys. Peace. See you. Safe trip, brother. That's right. <laughs> But there you go, ladies and gentlemen. The host Stevie's went out to see my other host, who just left to the director. My other host here, Mr. Dom, and of course, Mr. IQ himself. That's right, Cage, my IQ. Bakley, ladies and gentlemen, telling you guys. Besides what Dom just mentioned to you guys, but we don't just podcast here in the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Oh hell no! No, <laughs> hell no. Whoever wants to take it, tell them what we do. We make we make history. Must be juju. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh my god, it's so great. Bang! Yes! <laughs>